0: best book club in the multiverse this is the latest session of the Explained book club where every single friday i alongside my fellow star city citizen are going through every single issue of every single volume of green arrow rebirth this week it is the end of an era as we wrap up benjamin percy's leg of this green arrow nationwide tour With Volume 6, The Trial of Two Cities. This is written by Benjamin Percy with art by Juan Ferreira, Jamal Campbell, and Stephen Byrne. uh, With letters by Deron Bennett. And this is, I mean, this has been the culmination of five plus volumes here. And this feels like it. It feels big time. It feels like we've been all leading to this. And there's part of me that kind of wishes the story just ended here.
1: Honestly, I mean, yeah, there's a level of that for sure.
0: But of course, I am not alone as we take a look at this trial of two cities. I am joined, of course, by the person who I would trust to take back my city after five years in hell. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson.
1: Because I would become something else. Because I would become someone else. Not because I would become someone else. I would
2: become something else.
1: Hell yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah.
0: They they added that in the later seasons. Just the, the arrows whizzing by.
1: And I stand by my strikers. So, you know.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know.
1: <laughs> so yeah, right, I we're up. <laughs> we are
0: we are here at the end of uh, at the end of Benjamin Percy's time on the book, and it feels weird, right? Because like all of the, I feel like when all of the Rebirth books ended, they're they ended with the creative team they started with, whether it was for a short time or whether it was for a long time. Like the Rebirth era of Batman is Tom King. Yeah, and then they move forward with that. The rebirth era of Superman is Patrick Gleason, and why am I blanking on his name? You got this? Why am I bl- no? Just tell me. I'm not, Pete I don't want Thank you. Is Pete Massey and Patrick Gleason, you know? So, I, I, I mean, mean, to a
1: degree, but like not like Nightwing, you know, like Nightwing kept going in their rebirth era until we got to. I would say, like, Rick is kind of the beginning of them not doing Rebirth anymore, even though it was sort of branded Rebirth still. Um, and that's issue, like, 51, and it had gone by, like, a few different writers at the point, including Ben Percy. Uh,
2: true. true.
1: <laughs> ben true. Percy was the last writer on that book before Rick. so <laughs> I guess that's
0: true. But, like, uh, you look at your Flash, like we were talking about earlier, too. And that's all right. Joshua Williamson.
1: That's all Williamson. And that does feel, even when they drop the Rebirth branding, it does still feel all like that's the Rebirth run. Right. So, I, I guess, yeah, I guess it's kind of like a mix and match. Because yeah. there's, there's some that, like, yeah, they did that. And then some, like, you know, Suicide Squad or Nightwing or right. uh, a couple others. Justice League. You know, Justice League had a few different writers on Your there. favorite
0: Justice League? Favorite well, and I mean, Justice League,
1: I was saying this is before Scott tonight is Justice League. This is True. just when it's, you know, uh, Jesus. I don't even remember who started uh, Brian Hitch started that run. That's right. Brian Hitch. No, he was way. writing it. That was a Hitch different was one writing it. Yeah, that was no, the rebirth stuff. And then no, it, goes, it
0: was, uh, wasn't the JLA book or whatever.
1: And well, he was also, writing and doing art. There was also well, that that came before before. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was, like, before. before. That's what got him the Rebirth book.
2: Right, Uh, right,
1: right, right. And then he wrote on the Rebirth Justice League, and then someone else came in, and then, like, Priest came in, and then, like, there was, like, a bunch of different writers on that. And then Uh the Saga of Jaro. And then the Saga of Jaro. (laughs) I love how much you hate
0: everything about scott snyder's justice league i really there's do. something that really just like I, it
1: scratches god, a very
0: particular itch god damn to see listen you like if
1: you want something better than jarro folks go read about Garo this week baby no honestly it was pretty fun
0: i thumbed through that issue and i'm like i can't i i, I can't
1: the first issue because we know what the pitch is because they've been very public about what the pitch is the first right. issue is kind of a drip but 2 and 3 pretty good. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> you have this insider
0: knowledge I hate you. This is what happens when Ooh. you work at Ooh. a comic book shop. You Ooh. are privy to Ooh. the future. Ooh. The future. Malcolm is my own personal time lord who keeps telling me spoilers and makes spoilers. me real mad. Real mad.
1: Hell yeah. He just won't tell me where I'm going. That's what we're here for. Let's talk more Doctor Who, baby. Let's talk more Doctor Who. Let's talk about how gorgeous that TARDIS is now. It looks like a hobby
0: store. When when they went in for the first time, I was like, okay, I love how big it is. I love how gigantic it is. Eric, it's so big. bland as fuck.
1: I love it. And then the color started changing, and I was like, I'm into this. Which is pretty
0: cool. I'm into this.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: But I love how accessible it is, too. Like... Yeah, that one unit later is definitely going inside the TARDIS. Oh, she's there's going not a Tardis. single stare in sight.
1: She's going to TARDIS and so she's going to stay there for a
0: while. All ramps. I know you're you're down bad for her.
1: She's so hot. Oh my god. You're down bad, god. and I understand it. Oh my it. god, she's crazy. But yeah, crazy I, bad. I think
0: it looks it looks fantastic, and honestly. I'm sure that it's going to change when shooty gets in the uh, in the TARDIS. I kind That's of hope it doesn't. I wonder
1: if it is. I mean, they spent money on that set. So, like, True. <laughs> I,
2: I but, wonder if I it's mean, going to change Disney's much.
0: got money to burn, as we now know, Bob Iger.
1: What the fuck?
0: You read that fucking interview?
1: For that to be the interview that comes out, like, the day after the fucking David Zaslav, like, oh, oh, it was actually really, courageous for, us was really courageous for us to cancel shit. It was really
0: courageous for us to cancel shit.
1: And then for Iger to be like, yeah, maybe we've had a little too much brown people stuff going on (laughs) is kind of fucking wild.
0: (laughs) Get these old white men out of here.
1: What the fuck?
0: They're my ninth circle. Honestly? They're my ninth circle.
1: I mean, they're both definitely, uh, 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 oh God, why am I blanking on his name? They're very Domini-coded uh no who's who's the who's the broderick broderick thank you yeah, yeah. they're both very broderick coded like for sure <laughs> <laughs> like, for sure
0: they've definitely got dorito masks
1: oh yeah oh, oh, oh yeah
2: yeah we probably I... see
1: them in this book actually we we'll, probably we do out. to be we'll honest point out. there's a panel we'll... where we'll point them out well,
0: very clearly though <laughs> But yeah, so we're we're talking uh, volume six. Doctor Who was fantastic. Uh, we're talking, yeah, we mentioned it a little bit last week. Um, I'm so fucking excited for these specials, and I'm really excited that I got to let a couple people know because they thought it was just this special.
1: Oh, I thought shit. it was just that would one. Be, They're like that would one be and done. Uh.
0: And I was like, no, 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 there's three specials and then a Christmas special. We do yeah. have to wait like a week and a half between the third special and the Christmas special, but. But that's okay, because it'll
1: it. give me time to rewatch all three again.
0: Yeah. At,
1: at, in one sitting. In the, be at the
0: same time.
1: At the same time.
0: Just masterfully done. Just everything with Rose Noble. I don't like
1: you using that word. Hmm. Interesting. 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 I don't remember who it was on Twitter this week who said like their new headcanon is that like the master is hiding in like every scene, like he's hiding in like a companion like all the time. Like he he's always around now.
2: He's like a little gremlin man.
1: That's such a good idea. Like he could be literally anybody, and like half the time it's just like failed attempts. And we just don't see it. so I was like, Oh shit, Graham is the master. What if Graham is actually the master? And that's just the time that, like, oh shit, he fell in love with the doctor again. He's like, Oh man. I really forgot how great the doctor is. They're so great, you know. It's that. like, ah, this time I won't mess with them, but next time I'll that. know exactly what to do. How cool that. would that be?
0: Ugh.
1: How cool would that be? That's a real comic booky thing. That like, is that, a very comic booky thing. That's some. That's some reverse flash shit. Like, that is some major. <laughs> yeah, that is
0: some major. Like every time <laughs> you couldn't reach the TARDIS console, that was me, <laughs> Doctor.
1: You thought that the TARDIS was just malfunctioning? I just sent you somewhere random. It was actually me. <laughs> I the just time hit
0: the Donna Noble threw right coffee on. onto the TARDIS console? That was me. Oh,
2: docker. no!
0: <laughs> it was so pantomimed. Like, I, I swear. <laughs> <It's Bonville. laughs> they are very... If they don't eventually have Donna go, I did that on purpose because I wanted to fly with you again, then... I don't know what the no, purpose like of having it delivered like that. That
1: is obviously what happened. It right? has to like, be, right? There's no way it's not. I didn't even think that it wasn't. <laughs> just, but
0: also... Oh, no!
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a wonderful Catherine Tate impression. It's like, if Thank I close you. my eyes,
2: hear, it's oh, like... Oh,
0: no! Oh, my God. It's like she's right there. <laughs> But I loved Rose. I thought everything with her was fantastic, yes. and I talked about this on the Wednesday show. Um,
1: yes, y'all go. Just the best. Pl- please,
0: please go listen to my Wednesday show. It's episode two eighty, and it's very personal to me. So oh, okay, go, yeah. Go, I, go listen I, to that. I, I know it's an I anime thing, yet. and y'all aren't anime fans, but it's very personal to me.
1: No, I, I just, I just haven't listened yet. I uh... be nice to me. <laughs> two hours into the seven hour juggernaut episode of cerebro so
0: (laughs) has has connor mentioned how juggernaut is the fastest man alive
1: no not yet Mm. not yet and i'm waiting for it
0: waiting for it waiting for it shouts to uh my my favorite other uh blonde socialist with facial hair troy uh yeah i yeah yeah
1: Anyway, the, in, the investment
0: for Cerebro is is a lot. You get like
1: seven hour episodes.
0: Like we didn't do a four hour episode a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, this is this is monumental. You know, it's good I mean? stuff. It's, it's good seven stuff. episodes, it's seven hours on just the juggernaut. Just you know the I mean? it's, juggernaut. That's a lot. That's a lot.
0: On Big Jug Boy. Big Juggy. All right. Shall we talk about Green Arrow?
1: Yes, let's kick this off Let's Big do red. this
0: Big word. Big so red. Um, This is, as we said before Volume 6, Trial of Two Cities Issues 33 through 38 And we kick things off Issue 33, I fucking love this cover I fucking Great love cover. this cover
1: Great cover By Jamal
0: uh, Campbell Jamal Who Campbell, does the yeah. interiors for this as well and we cut in to Victoria Much reporting for. Stop. Coma 2 News. Stop. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. It's, Don't so laugh. Rude. it's, a, it's offensive it's, if you laugh. It. <laughs> it's offensive if you laugh. It's so
2: rude. It's offensive if you laugh. They did it.
0: It's offensive if you
2: laugh.
0: Where uh, this random guy is trying to cut down the biggest, oldest tree in the city, nicknamed Big Red.
1: Big red.
0: And uh, this man who's calling himself
1: Sawmill. If, if there is anyone in this run who has been more uh, conquest coded, I don't know who it
2: is.
0: <laughs> I'm almost there. Because <laughs> he's cutting through the tree and he's like.
2: <laughs> you goofy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I have I have caught up on uh, on this Invincible season, by the way, listeners. Um, we have thoughts, but later. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we we have Sawmill who's going to try and knock down this tree. When all of a sudden, log live, you know, he's shot out, "Log live, Seattle, log live!" And then he gets riddled with arrows. And love Victoria as his... Is that he's back? It's very much y'all. you remember? I think it was. I think it was Spider-Man one or two where it's like,
1: go Spidey. That yeah. one, that one lady. Yeah. That's yeah, the vibe. it is.
0: That's the feeling.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: And we see green arrow and Emmy because he refuses to call her red arrow.
1: Yep. She's not quite there yet, but she's not quite getting closer.
0: Yet. I love the look of them together. Yeah. Like the Christmas vibes. I love the, 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 complimenting costumes it's good stuff it's good stuff it's good stuff and so they are uh met by our two detectives who we've been sort of kind of following throughout the uh throughout the run so far yeah
1: button munch button munch (laughs) hilarious um
0: and (laughs) and munch is uh He's feeling a little like, ah, this guy, I fucking hate Green Arrow back here. But Bud is like, hey, I think we need him. Mm -hmm. We then cut to Star Tower in Star City, where Moira is getting audited, happens to the best of us, though usually the worst of us. And I love the designs of these masks. Okay, they're so fucking cool.
1: Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. So if we're going top to bottom, row okay. one, two, three, four. Uh, I'm going to say that row one, square one. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Are you saying rows or columns?
1: Uh, row.
0: So row is so across. Vertical? Columns is
1: uh horizontal. Sorry, I see columns as being like vertical. That's totally okay. My view. But you I said four.
0: So is there three? So three rows, four columns.
1: Yeah yeah okay three rows four columns okay. all right so uh first square top left corner yes uh that is burdo banger
0: oh okay <laughs> I,
1: th- I-, I-, I thought i
0: thought we were setting up mega man
1: you're enemies. funny
2: <laughs> My bad.
0: My bad.
1: oh shit good call uh and then bottom last row last square so bottom right hand, that okay. one is David Zaslav.
0: Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Is it I because think, his head looks that's... like a fucking
1: dick? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It looks like a little squid turned into a penis.
0: I do love the MCU dark elf that's directly above him. What the hell? Right. <laughs> right. And next I to Bob too, Iger, the, the just like uh, black
1: eyes. It's like what the fuck.
0: Next to Bob Iger, the demon, Demons.
2: from the uh, <laughs> negatives gang, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god, and that's very clearly what's her fucking name on Fox News. Below that, right?
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> very
0: clearly. <laughs> oh right? yeah,
1: it's the hair. You can tell. <laughs>
0: yeah, that specific hair.
1: Some of these designs are pretty wild. Uh, they
0: are very wild.
1: The one with like the the discus hat is really sick. Oh, Kung Lao. yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's really sick. Like,
0: I like Drill Chin. Uh, uh,
1: drill Chin looks the most like a dildo. I'm going to be honest with <laughs> <Like, laughs> you.
0: Ribbed for their pleasure.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's a dildo looking motherfucker. Uh, I like the one that's kind of like a predator a little bit. It's like a proto uh, predator. Uh, which one is that? That's top right hand corner.
0: Oh, I I saw that. It made me think of uh, of Lion King on Broadway because I see him and I'm like, he lives in you. That's he so lives funny. In me.
1: Oh I shit! I don't know why because it, it just reminds call. me of the
0: masks they use for uh, Lion King on Broadway.
1: Amazing call! Great show. Really, really love it. Anyway, these masks go hard. They're they
0: sick. they they go very hard. They go very. They're hard. pretty sick. And so Moira's basically on trial, where everybody's like, "Hey." You know you fucked up. We know you fucked up, and we have done the classic vote of no confidence. It says you and Broderick are finished. In the ninth circle, always collects its due. So Moira and Broderick are out. They're out, and out
1: am I? Out am I?
0: Moira said, you have any idea
1: how much I sacrificed?"
0: She totally. I really wish we could have gotten the actress that plays Moira in Arrow to like do
1: that line. To do that, to have that level of performance, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be cool. She was in Uh, something I watched recently, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's Moira Queen!" (laughs) That's
0: (laughs) with all the same delivery of. Oh my God, that's
1: Jason Bourne. Jesus Christ, that's Jason (laughs) Bourne. I literally had to say yes. I was like, Jesus (laughs) Christ, that's Moira Queen. (laughs) That's Moira Queen. I don't remember what it was. It was something. She was like the mom in something that I watched. She's always the mom. I don't remember.
0: And so we cut back to, I guess, Oliver's house. Everything's good now there. This is Henry's Um, pad. Oh, Henry's pad. That's right. Because he's making big, big money.
1: Yeah, he bought himself a fucking fancy ass house. So
0: Henry Fife's new pad. Oliver rolls up and he is looking scruffy, and um looking hot though. You know who's looking hot? Holy shit,
1: caked up. That's Jesus. all I'm gonna say. Crazy. Jamal Campbell knows how to draw ass
2: dog.
1: <laughs> Jamal wild. Campbell knows
0: how to draw everything. Let's just That's be true. honest here. His
1: scruffy Oliver is hot as fuck. It's hot as crazy. Fuck.
0: Um. Yeah, just Dinah, my God. Um, she decides to give him a shave and a haircut. And after getting, you know, after giving that service, she gets some service.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: It's time once again, it's been a little while But it's time once again to rate that sex
2: Let's rate that Uh,
0: sex It's it's a segment, a podcast And then a podcast where we rate the sex Between Oliver Queen and
1: Dinah Lance
0: We have set the bar really high We have given nothing below An eight and a half
1: I think this is going to probably Be an 8.75 Um I I, I'm a little concerned about the destruction here
0: (laughs) I think that makes it hotter.
1: It does make it hotter, but also I don't want them to, you know. I mean, they're still clearly on the deck, so I don't want them to get like, you know, glass and stuff in places, all that jazz. I feel like that'd just be a bad idea. He's Uh shoes. that. That's that's fair. She's not. Um, that said, that lip bite, Jamal oh, Campbell can draw a lip bite. That Lord. is holy shit. The power that that has on me right now is wild. Uh... <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna say eight point seven five on the sex eight point seven five it's okay. good here's the thing. Is that it's always gonna be good for them.
0: It's always gonna be good. it's always, it's good, always i I think, good. It's, I think it's i think it's i think it's physically impossible for them to have that sex, yeah, what I am going to say, and this might be cheating a little bit, I am going to say that it, this is a solid nine point two five because Woo! of a later panel. Okay. Which brings us to Mount Fuji in Japan. And we catch up with Shadow. Another baddie. Another baddie. Uh, Shadow is beset upon by the paparazzi ninjas from Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. And she begins to absolutely kick their asses. (laughs) Have you watched Scott Pilgrim Takes Off?
1: I've only seen the first one so far. I was finishing Detroiters, so I haven't, I haven't gotten into it yet. Oh my god! Paparazzi Um, ninjas—that rocks. (laughs) That's silly. It does. It's incredible. (laughs) Silly as fuck. And they contribute
0: to one of my favorite sequences in the entire show. Cool. Um, I might,
1: I might do that this week.
0: (laughs) It's. I honestly, I basically binged it last night.
1: Holy shit! All right, sit.
0: Like. It's it moves so quickly. The episodes are only like, are usually less than half an hour.
1: Yeah, like, I will say that first episode moved a lot faster than I thought it was going to. To the point where like it was over, and I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. I'm very curious to see what you think of the show because cool. Uh, they make a choice that I was not expecting, and I am very excited about it. Interesting. So, Shadow dispatches of the paparazzi ninjas, and she is met by. Dante, who somehow is alive after everything that has been done to him, he is hey, somehow.
1: Man, man. <laughs> what was that voice? I don't know why. In my head, Dante is uh uh uh. What what's his name? He plays Yondu? <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Michael Rooker? Michael
1: Rooker. I kept wanting to say Michael Chiklis. So I was like, it's not Chiklis. No, that Rooker. would be
0: an excellent choice as well.
1: I, I I don't know why, but Michael Rooker is Dante for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It just works. <laughs> there are 50 more ninjas on the other side of this rise waiting for my signal unless of course you want to parlay oh that's really good <laughs> it's that's all like just really scratchy. Good. <laughs> just really scratchy when he does it on the lot. that's why.
0: really good um so dante is basically there on behalf of the ninth circle and says hey i'm gonna give you a jab and dante is a little cheeky because Shadow's like, oh, what, what do you what do you need? And he's like, the mother of all tasks.
1: The mother of all tasks.
0: The Ninth Circle wants Moira Queen dead. And you know Shadow's been fucking
1: waiting. She's like, for
0: oh. years. I'll do
1: that one for free. <laughs>
0: no payment required on Don't this one. Don't worry
1: about it. Don't worry about it. You can still kill me afterwards. I'll be good. You can uh, get
0: me next time.
1: Let's talk real quick about th- that fight sequence that Shadow has. There is a panel where she has a bow, like, aimed oh, behind her head backwards. and pulls it oh, down. Oh, my That's God. That's fucking hard. That is so sick. I don't even know how you do that. Like, it's how do you do fuck. that?
0: It is it's... hot as fuck, because you yeah. know that guy is fucking
1: dead. That guy's fucked. She should and he knows face. it, too. Yeah, he pauses and is like, ah.
0: Fuck. He's like, nah. <laughs> you know what? That's on me.
1: <laughs> that's so sick.
0: Oh, it's such a great fucking panel. We need George more Campbell. shadow. We just need more shadow. We
1: we do need more shadow. We need, uh, shadow.
0: We need shadow in that Birds of Prey book.
1: You know, uh, that's funny. I was going to say, you know who you put on a Suicide Squad team? Shadow. Oh, fuck. Shadow would be fun on a Suicide Squad team. As the Green Arrow analog. Well, I was gonna say I have fun. been
0: I have been pitching for years. You can go back to our uh our pitch it for you know the dawn of DC or whatever or infinite yeah. frontier or whatever. I have been pitching for Green Arrow to be on the Suicide Squad for years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and having him and Shadow on the Suicide that. Squad together would be yeah. very cool.
1: Yeah, I mean it's very you know it's very Hawkeye on the Thunderbolts, and that worked for a reason, y'all.
0: And so Sick. we cut to Star Tower, where uh, Darth Broderick is in his old back to tank.
1: <laughs> Bro, it's literally a back to tank. That's it's crazy. It's like
0: it's incredible and Jamal Campbell Remember knows. Remember we brought
1: this up last volume and we're like how is he like fine? Like he got burned to shit. He's <laughs> and not now fine. now we find out oh he's not fine? It's <laughs> literally just his neck up is okay. Otherwise he looks like a I don't know a fucking Dorito. He's like, like a little gremlin body. He's
0: <laughs> he's, like... <laughs> he's he's like a he's like one of those like Orcs from uh, Lord of the Rings, yeah, from, from exactly. the neck down, just <laughs> it's, red.
1: This orc guy looking motherfucker, <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> and he's like doing like uh, he's doing a bunch of like acupuncture to try yeah. and like relieve the pain, and more is like, <sighs> you know, shit sucks right now, but not for me. And she fucking stabs Brody. Yeah, (laughs) it's sick. Love that shit. She's like, all cards on the table. I never liked you, dude. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. We're not homies. Mm -hmm. We cut to King County District Court where our favorite lawyer, Kate
1: Spencer, Spencer.
0: uh, comes to her car to find a random teenager inside her car. Yep. Uh, Emiko Queen has is commandeering her vehicle, and this is why we get the 9.25 because they're still going catching
1: up with friends. <laughs>
0: that panel, yeah, bumps that up for me.
1: Uh, you know what? That's very that's fair part
0: of the same sequence. That's very they haven't fair. stopped, it's been days.
1: Have we, have we talked about canonically that uh, Oliver Queen is one of the few superheroes who is very pro-Cunnilingus and is actually very good at Cunnilingus. And that's a canon thing. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith that's... made that canon, y'all.
0: Kevin Smith has done
1: a lot of things. He made that canon. There's a reason why Kevin Smith rules as a comic writer. Especially as a Green Arrow comic writer. I mean, his Green Arrow run is fucking... It's great. That's 15 issues of perfection.
0: 15 issues of perfection. And so... uh emiko has taken kate for a drive to this random house in the suburbs where kate spencer comes face to face with wendy pool
1: wendy's in bad shape
0: wendy is in bad shape gang she is. Uh, thankfully she's being looked after by her father Yeah. um it's it's unfortunate and kate's like this is what's going to crack our case like we can this is a big fucking deal And unfortunately, like, Wendy's traumatized. And her dad's like, I'm not letting her get anywhere fucking near this.
1: Yeah, if anybody finds out that she's alive, they're going to come after her again. Yeah. Like,
0: no one can know. And this case is going to be very public. And so he's like, I'm sorry, but, like, I got to look after my girl. Like, totally understandable. And then we cut to... I thought
1: this is what you were going to say. She bumped into a nine point two five because this I mean I
0: mean it's not it's not counting against it I'll tell you that much it's right not now counting against
1: it because we may have to rate round two <laughs> <laughs> this, this is an all day this thing. is an all day adventure I love it like
0: they started and the sun was very clearly still high up in the sky
1: yeah and then they've just finished around we don't even know what round probably That's five or six thing. And they're going back in for round seven.
0: <laughs> Lucky
1: seven. It's crazy. I love it. Hits uh, the bullseye every time.
0: Among all of that as well, um, Oliver finally admitted that he loved her, mm-hmm. which is nice. It's been a long time He's the coming.
1: damn fool for waiting too long to say I love you. Incredible. Just Incredible. Good stuff. It's good stuff, man.
0: Uh, we cut to later. Evergreen Cemetery. Uh, someone has defaced uh Oliver's tombstone reads Do people actually
1: uh, do that? People don't actually do that, right? You only see that in like media and stuff, but like I feel like that does not happen.
0: Well, I mean if you get people mad enough um, people can do a lot. So, uh, someone has written false god on Oliver's tombstone. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off god. (laughs) 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 And Oliver Queen's tombstone reads, if you seek his monument, look around you.
2: Uh, (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but Oliver is there with Kate Spencer, and he kicks over. He's like, I fucking hated the Snyder Cut. He kicks over the, uh, (laughs) the tombstone. And so uh, he and Kate are trying to figure out what to do next. Uh, Kate's like, look, I've got a lot riding on this. If we lose, that is it for both you and me. Mm -hmm. And we have to be on the same fucking team because you have been gone this entire time. And I've been having to build this case by myself. We need to take some kind of plea deal or something because we need to figure this out. And, you know, she walks off in a huff. Uh, Oliver Queen
1: is like, fucking I hate this shit.
0: He picks up, he fucking picks up his tombstone and just starts throwing it at the ground.
1: And then he threw it on the ground. He threw the other tombstones too. All of them. He's like, I fucking hate all of this.
0: And then he turns around to find his mother there. Mm, Mommy. Mommy. Mommy Mommy Queen is here. Mm, Indeed. Indeed. Good Lord. So, right out the gate, that is a fucking holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit start to this. Uh, Chapter 34, great cover. Also by Jamal Campbell, but mm-hmm. the interiors are by Stephen Byrne. Woo! We're feeling the burn this week. Feeling the burn, and so we cut to the Queen family home decades ago, as little Tyke Oliver, a uh, little Sound of Music Oliver Queen.
1: Honestly, it's just Sound of Music. <laughs> like the short pants and the socks and the quaffed hair. Like <laughs> Jesus. Add you? Add you? To you Ugh. and you and you, little Aryan dream, Oliver Queen. <laughs> <laughs> like...
2: Little Aryan
0: dream, Oliver. And so um, he's he's sitting down with uh, with Papa Queen, Robert Queen, <laughs> who's I have to make a point here, whose whose facial hair is different. It's it's I would say a more distinguished version of Oliver's facial hair yeah this is mustache is is much bushier
1: yeah this is like a a a, it's a thicker guy fox um
0: yeah it's a guy fox versus a van dyke yeah it's a guy fox versus van dyke that's that's exactly it and so he's reading him a little bedtime story of robin of loxley aka robin hood where he's telling him the story of his life as an outlaw until moira queen comes in and needs to talk to daddy and i love the idea of this because yeah. oliver goes to the other room and you just hear who the fuck's shadow and robert's just like it's no nobody. Moira. don't nobody. worry about it and we see that way back when oliver first heard the name of Shadow. And I mm-hmm. think that is hilarious. That's sick. It's so CW comic book. It is. It I is, but it kind of
2: works. <laughs> You've it known it all this time.
0: Yeah. But so we cut to Beneath the Queen Family Tomb now, where Oliver and Moira are down in the murder basement beneath the, uh, the Queen Tomb. And... Oliver realizes he's like, this isn't Dad's bunker; it's your bunker. And she's like, "Yeah, you know." And we get this two-page, you know, backstory for her about how she was living a pretty not great life until she happened upon marriage to Robert Queen. Mm-hmm. The two of them had a pretty nice life together until Robert got a little freaky. He got mm-hmm. a little bored. Mm-hmm. And he went off to uh, chase waterfalls, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Moira got caught up in the Ninth Circle. And it's kind of implied through the, at least to me, that she had him killed. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes,
2: I'm, I'm that was, that that was my takeaway.
0: Cool, no, cool, 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 cool. For sure. I'm glad I wasn't misreading that. No, but
1: no. the Ninth Circle was behind the death of of Robert Queen.
0: Also, he just looks like Oliver.
1: Yeah, I kind of, lo- I kind of love that. I kind of, if, 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 especially given the pre-New Fifty Two continuity, you could make it that pre-New Fifty Two Oliver Queen was actually Robert Queen, because who had the thing with Shadow? pre-new 52 Oliver Queen that's not bad so I kind of love like oh he kind of just paralleled pre-new 52 Oliver Queen a little bit in certain ways in certain places that's kind of fun like that's that, oh. that's kind of fun
2: that's mm.
1: It doesn't work for a lot, but in certain places yeah. it does work, and it kind of whips. <laughs> that that
0: really whips, actually. It's pretty
2: cool.
1: <laughs>
0: that is so. Pretty, I like to
1: think cool. that Ben Percy did that consciously. I, I I do like to think that that's that seems like a very Ben Percy kind of idea.
0: It is, isn't it? It it, it yeah. is a very yeah. It is a very Benjamin Percy like. You know the the father is the son is the father.
1: Yeah. How do you think Ben Percy's doing this week? Uh, we are, uh, as of recording, uh, Henry Kissinger died yesterday, uh, was Henry Kissinger is, Clearly, the inspiration for Ben Percy's Beast. He is probably throwing a
0: an Oliver Queen sized party.
1: He's probably throwing a rager. He is,
0: <laughs> he is great gatsbying it up right now.
1: Ben Percy, whatever you want to come on, let's you come on, let's talk, let's talk Let, Beast, let's, baby, let's chop it up, let's, let's it up. talk about how Beast is the worst X Men character.
0: <laughs> He's like, we're just gonna we're just going to dive straight in on the war crimes of one. Hank McCoy.
1: <laughs> he's, he's a war criminal.
0: War criminal. So again, Moira is kind of like revealing herself to Oliver, letting him know like, yeah, I did a lot of fucked up shit. You know, the CW is a wild network. And he's like, <laughs> you know what? I get it. It's fine. It's been a couple seasons. I understand. And <laughs> He gets a call from Canary saying, "Look, we need to uh, we need to get this shit figured out. I need you right now." And at the same time, Moira's just like, "I need you on my team." Yeah. Like,
2: uh, uh, I don't know which. This, this to is follow. such this is such a fucking
0: Archie cover.
2: It, it like this really panel is
0: straight is. up just an Archie cover.
1: Stephen Burns should do Archie. Did he do Archie? He has he to have done me, Archie. Archie. He had to have done he something. has right? to have. At he's this a good point, pick for that. He's a good pick for that.
0: Um, we then cut to y'all remember this? Diggle's bunker in the Olympic Mountains. Remember this plot line? I well, we literally forgot about this from two fucking volumes ago. It's wild.
1: Remember when Diggle saved Malcolm Merlin? Randomly. The most and interesting all thing her. he's
0: done in this run.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. He ain't wrong, folks.
0: Uh, so we see... We get the backstory between them finally where Diggle, after leaving Oliver because they kissed, they kissed the same girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diggle went around the world trying to forget her and forget about love when he was attacked by some kind of splinter cell. Uh, he was about to be executed when he was saved. By Malcolm Merlin. Why? Who knows why? Genuinely. I don't know why well, he saved his life.
1: Well, I guess I guess we do get a li- maybe a hint of an answer later. As to why. Don't we? Really? Oh like a hint of an answer. Like a real hint of an answer.
0: Mm. Uh we cut to downtown Star City where uh yeah we do uh where black canary is just standing in the middle of an intersection
1: bro all right she'd
0: she'd stop traffic
1: yeah i get it go off
0: uh we see that they have tracked uh a truck that is i mean and this is the thing right they have turned the city into a smart city Mm -hmm. so they've got the little like elon musk self-driving trucks and it's going about as well as you expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy. That
1: it's literally just like a trailer hitch, like a giant trailer. Just moving on its own with a front. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like with, with like an engine, that's yeah. it. It's kind of wild. I it's stared wild at that design thing. for a real long time. Cause I was like, I can't understand what, how this works.
2: Like, <laughs> what What is this? <laughs>
0: But we see that because Star City is a smart city, it is able to be hacked. And the Clock King, who we never see
2: Uh
1: at any
0: point, we just hear of him.
1: No more talk, man.
0: And I love that it was Stephen Byrne that brought him back in here. Uh, Clock King has taken control of the city, is causing chaos, uh, including a runaway train that Black Canary stops on her own she's like spider-man who Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. though this page of her stopping it is like who is she talking to
1: boy me who is she (laughs) talking to me dog she's like malcolm pretty hot right pretty hot right (laughs) crazy
0: Crazy. oh i was i was wrong we do see clock
1: king oh yeah Um, real quick we see him just to see him get his ass hit
0: yeah basically he's in a clock tower of course why does he even go there they know that's going to be the first place he has to know that's the first place they're going to look obsessive yeah that's fine um ollie breaks through kicks his ass and says we gotta go we gotta figure this shit out we cut back to our uh our two detectives where one of them is all of a sudden driving a real nice
1: car
2: Mm -hmm.
0: which i find very odd yeah if Uh, they're
1: scum and bag then uh that one's gotta be scum
0: yeah so we cut back to diggle's little hideout malcolm tries to kill him we cut back to the pool. we're jumping around a lot in this issue it's Uh, a lot jumpy <laughs>
1: this is the weakest
0: issue for me in the volume
1: yeah because it, it feels like two issues worth of stuff just yeah they're covering so much ground we, we here. didn't need the clock king stuff is the thing i think That's if you take true. that out it gives it a little bit of room to breathe
0: i like that it's like taking it, it feels like it's bringing in everything from the last five volumes but we don't yeah. necessarily need everything from the last we five don't
1: volumes. need everything
0: yeah uh we cut back to the pool residence where oliver has come to visit um Wendy is still, you know, dealing with her trauma. Uh we see that the Clock King Chaos is being reported on by Victoria Much for Stop Don't laugh. Stop this. Don't laugh. Stop this. Don't laugh.
2: Stop it. Stop it.
0: Come with two dudes. <laughs> and don't laugh. Don't laugh. Stop. You're a bad person if you laugh. Well,
2: um, no. oopsie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but they have established that Wendy cannot testify, which means that Oliver's goose is cooked mm-hmm uh-huh. oliver goes to see moira later that night uh where Moira's basically told him like we need to go back to the coolest designed base in the entire comic book industry
1: bro bro because
0: we need my fucking money bro and so they hop in their dirigible and they head down to find the lost city of Atlantis. I mean, the lost base of Inferno. Oh. Chapter thirty-five Green brings cover. back the return of the Mac Ooh, the Juan Ferrera.
2: The goat. The goat.
0: Juan Ferreira takes over art duties for the rest of the volume, and I am mm-hmm. so happy about that. Mm-hmm. Because not not that the previous two artists are bad. They're absolutely not. They're incredible. I'm glad they're involved in here. But because Juan Ferreira is just so fucking good. Yeah, it just ends on the he
1: highest note possible. Yeah. He's just incredible.
0: So they're heading uh, beneath the sea. Uh, we see that classic Juan Ferreira deep dive panel where they're just moving. Yeah. Uh, and the... Panel, or the page is broken up by two uh, crevasses, where we see cliff sides heading down further into the depths, and we follow it sequentially. I fucking love it's sick that one Ferrara does this. I yeah. love this shit.
1: As we have to see a squid eat like a shark or some shit, it's crazy. Fucking terrifying, dude. It's terrifying. Like this is upsetting. Reminds you that the water is not a good place. <laughs> We should not go under the ocean. It's a bad place to be.
0: Y'all have forgotten about Malcolm's (laughs) abject terror of
1: the depths. (laughs) Look at this shit. Look at this shit. It's terrible. People are always like, oh, space is so scary. Space is not scary. What's scary is the goddamn ocean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. I it's so funny because I turned the page and I remember seeing this and being like, Oh, Malcolm would be upset by this.
2: Ah,
1: (laughs) Look at that, that fucking like whatever that is, where you get little see through Loch Ness monster. What the
2: hell?
0: What the hell is that? So they head further, they head further and further into the depths and they find (gasps) the inferno, which somehow looks even cooler than it did before.
2: (laughs) Because,
1: do you know why? It's Death Star Two.
0: It's Death Star Two. That's right.
1: Because Death Star. They broke it. They
0: cracked it in half.
1: But then Death Star Two, which is like half built Death Star, looks even harder. It's it's literally just that.
0: And we see a random ninth circle a random underground man who is just floating and has definitely been fish food. Who looks like Dante. (laughs) I wish. And so we cut back to the King County Courthouse in Star City. where kate spencer is trying to figure out how to get this plea bargain done with Uh the uh the prosecutor two of them are going back and forth back and forth and eventually kate's like you know what Fuck this i'm out of here and the prosecutor gets on the phone and he's like follow her she knows something and we see detective scum is following kate spencer
1: whoa
0: he's on the payroll
1: whoa but who's following him detective bad
0: Bad and so we see uh the stakeout of sorts is kate spencer going back to the pool residence uh detective scum scoping it out and seeing wendy pool which is bad news for us gang Because he knows, which means the Ninth Circle is going to know. Detective Bag goes to confront him, and Detective Scum drives off in his nice car. He says, "Bag off, old man. And I'm almost sure that Detective Scum is older than Detective Bag. But he calls him old man because he's a dick. Yeah. Uh, Back at the ruins of Death Star 2, we see... (laughs) So sick. We see Mother and Son Queen, and I fucking love that they have the Queen logo, and it's just an arrow with a target. It's
1: so silly. Oh my god. It's
0: incredibly
1: silly. It's incredible. What an amazing comic book design thing. That's so good.
0: So they make their way into the depths of the Inferno, and they find the vault that Oliver left behind when they sunk this battleship bank. Mm -hmm. And... It's got a lot of money, a lot of gold, a lot of gold. Uh, we cut back to the pool residence where Wendy and Emiko are chilling. And where Wendy... Emiko looks like thirty. Emiko Emiko looks like a conservative twenty five.
1: It's kind of weird.
0: <laughs> it is odd.
1: It's a little strange. But it
0: might be also because they aged down Wendy as well I, that's
1: also the like, thing. she also looks like a conservative 25 <laughs> yeah it's
0: so a little weird <laughs> we we get the accounting of wendy in the in the story i don't remember her having short hair at the beginning
1: here's the thing neither do i
0: it's it's a real shame that we can't just go back and look at it
1: like i no thought way to that check. i thought that her hair was short because of what happened
0: i thought so too but, I don't
1: remember her having long or short hair. That's but I remember really her having
0: long hair when they found her in the, in when the
1: they, quote found her.
0: Well, what, when, when, they, when, it, they, oh, when they found, when they found her with yeah. the, with yeah. Last week. yes Cause she had the long hair cause it'd been growing out. I don't remember her yes, hair being yeah. this short before too bad. We'll never be able to know. Uh, right. But we see that Wendy was captured by someone and <gasps> handed over to and that someone was Detective Scum.
1: Detective Scum.
0: Who also uh, was instrumental in framing Oliver Queen for the death of Wendy Poole. Oh!
1: And who also uh, rolls up? Shadow and Emiko! Oh! What?
2: So they what? roll up
1: right after Wendy's been taken. Yes. Right? Because like that. <sighs> There's a because couple again, of points in this where they make it seem like Wendy remembers Emiko and right. is a little afraid of. I mean, this literally this sequence where we get to this framing, it seems almost like Wendy remembers Emiko being there. Yes, and is like a little afraid of her, which is interesting. But Emiko, I find really no interesting. Like, yeah, it, it, it's it's an interesting connections thing. It's fascinating know? for sure. And, and I don't I don't know what that is.
0: I think it's definitely something that could have been expanded upon later. Yeah. But we just do not have the time to do that.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: <laughs> and so, meanwhile, back down to the depths, uh, Queen comes across this fucking thing.
1: I hate this. Terrifying. I hate this. Terrifying. This shit could be under the water right now?
0: Could be under your feet right now.
1: Stop. Why would you say that? In the water. Why would you- waiting God, for why you. Why would you say that? next
0: time you go to the ocean
1: I'm all well, good I'll never go what the hell is this alien looking motherfucker
0: you know what it reminds me of um uh edge of tomorrow
1: yes yes like the big bag beetleborgs combat glorious combat and so Oliver escapes <laughs> that, <boards>. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for me you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> you know I love my Savon era
0: <laughs> I know you do uh, so Oliver escapes, and he's like, all right, you know, we got the money, we can go. And he sees that Moira is way ahead of him, meaning Mommy, that wait. she already left.
1: Yep, she ditched his ass. She it's says, that, sorry, I'm rich that, now, bitch.
0: <laughs> it's that meme of the the family jumping on the beach and the one child being, like, left behind in, <laughs> in the jump. Like, mother, help. That's the sun, though. She drives off in the boat with the money, leaving him to die. Uh, Meanwhile, we cut back to Detective Bag, who, I guess, is on like
1: oxygen or something. Yeah, or
2: or
1: is doing whips of oxygen. Is getting high. um i don't
2: know
0: who's to say because we just genuinely don't know um but we see the uh the card for internal affairs he's gonna call it in but something's up something's up and detective scum is there he cuts the line of oxygen or i guess this wouldn't be oxygen would it because it explodes
1: yeah so either way detective
0: scum causes an explosion in the house i wish i cared about this more
1: it's i mean, wish i cared about this yeah they haven't done a very good job of making uh you detective know bag. bag like any kind of i want to feel something for him it is just kind it, of it, a it's bummer not like chief like...
0: westberg where like we cared about this character
1: yeah, exa- exactly. And Chief Westbrook, they did a really great job really fast of making us care about him. Yeah. You know, like that's it, here. It's kind of just a bummer that like this dude's just a dick. Yeah. You know, uh, it it's I, I think it's more just to the effect of like, oh, we thought that maybe someone would be able to help out here, but that loose end was tied off.
0: Yep. And head. it just
1: like, adds to the peril, I guess. So it's not really a plot It's It's not really like a story point, more of a plot point. Do you yeah, know I guess.
0: what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, We cut back to uh, Henry, who's playing some Call of Duty. Ugh. But then we get to see Juan as Black Canary, and all is forgiven. That's true. She God. was a
1: choker, bro. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. Christ. Jesus Christ. Um, it's
0: not she's healthy like, for me. <laughs> she's like... So, I kind of um, might have done something. Uh, We both love Oliver. He was acting a little fucking weird. So, uh, I planted a tracker on him, and he's at the wreckage of the Inferno. And they hop on the motorcycle, and they head to Queen Industries. Wait, is that not Stark Tower?
1: No. Oh, okay. I, I just assumed it was Stark Tower. It just looks... You Know, like a Stark Tower.
0: Shut up. Um, they head to Queen Industries, they commandeer a vehicle, and they head down into the depths because Oliver is about to get eaten by a Joker Fuck. hammerhead shark.
1: Yep. Uh, I love the Joker I love... fish have evolved, <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've infected everything underneath the ocean. That's why so I don't want to go into the thought. ocean. That's a terrifying thought. That would be a good Aquaman event
0: yeah that's a great fucking idea that
1: would be a great Aquaman event. or honestly
0: just like a three three issue like black so many label city.
1: yeah that'd be fun that'd be really fun
0: Aquaman dealing with the aftermath of the Joker fish
1: yeah be like oh shit like Ocean Master you know teamed up with the Joker once to be like hey let me get some ideas off you of like how to fuck with Aquaman he's like oh here take some fish and just take the fish. And then the fish just like infect the entire ocean. And then Aquaman can't like telepathically communicate with the Joker fish or else he'll get jokerized. Yeah. And so like, he's done it a little bit at the beginning and then realizes that's And so he's becoming more and more jokery. Like as the story goes on, he's got to find a solve. That sounds so fun.
0: That actually does that. That idea. You know what?
1: Copyright. (laughs) Copyright. (laughs) Copy, god, right? that's that's kind of a pitch oh shit
0: that is a hell of a pitch
1: <laughs> oh shit that's wild
0: um we cut to chapter 36 and oh, by god this cover. cover
1: oh my god oh it's so good One. i've never
0: wanted to be oliver queen so badly
1: oh my god please honestly
0: um in the Tarek trench the trench northern pacific uh oliver is about to fucking die uh we cut to diggles hq high in the olympic mountains he had been knocked out by malcolm merlin and malcolm merlin has escaped mm-hmm. king county courthouse star city we see the uh trial about to begin or no they they are doing uh the pre- the examination of the jury yeah yeah Drew a selection. Meanwhile, Henry and Henry are heading down in the depths, and they literally just pass Moira. They don't know yeah. it's her, but They're they just like, oh, that's interesting. That's show. a Queen
1: Industries submersible. What is like, that? Huh, oh. That's well, weird. Well, I guess we'll find out at some point.
0: <laughs> and I love how Ferreira does this double page spread.
1: Yeah, like he's the great.
0: master of the double page spread. Truly i love this the parallels everything
1: yeah no one does a double page spread better than he does
0: uh henry and Dinah are able to take their little ship and zappy zap some of the weirder looking creatures and save oliver's life
1: it's a good thing he's been playing call of duty
0: right look at him go um back at star tower and star city uh Mayor Dominie uh, goes to visit Broderick and mm-hmm. sees Broderick's scarred up fucking body for the first time. Mm-hmm. And Broderick's like, hey, shit is bad and I'm fucking abandoning you. And Dominie's like,
1: I'm gonna fucking kill you. He's like, remember when you branded my tum tum? You <laughs> fuck?
2: You fuck? Look at it! <laughs>
0: Ab day has been a nightmare. <laughs> How could I ever do that?
1: People think I'm fucking incompetent. I'm actually a nice guy. <laughs>
0: and he goes to choke him. But then he gets an arrow through the eye.
1: Fucked, dude. Fucked.
0: Shadow is there. And she has fucking killed Broderick. One shot. Headshot. Yeah. No scope. Uh, and
2: then
1: Dominie
0: fucking pisses himself.
1: Pisses himself.
0: And then runs away like little a little piss, baby. bitch.
1: Piss baby.
0: A little bitch. Um, they are heading back up, that being Dinah, Henry, and Oliver, who has exited his little battle suit. Um, Dinah is able to resuscitate him. They have a real hot fucking kiss. And then she knees him in the dick.
1: Yeah, Basically, so I'm going like rate this one a 9.5. As
2: well. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucked up for that. <laughs>
0: um, I will not kink shame you, but
1: it's not even here's the thing, that's not even my kink, bro. Oh god.
0: So well, Dinah's
1: gonna get me there.
0: So Dinah's like, what the fuck were you thinking? And Oliver's like, look. I maybe have to tell you some stuff because you might I'm need some dealing context.
1: With the mother of all problems. And then like winks at Diana and she's like, what, what the fuck does that mean?
0: <laughs> no, he winks like at the camera. And she's like, <laughs> like
1: who, who are you, are you winking,
0: winking at? Who
1: are you winking at? What are you doing? No one's over there. What what are you doing?
0: <laughs> we cut to beneath Queen Industries in Star City, where Moira meets up with Malcolm Merlin in a brand new costume.
1: A bad costume. I don't think it looks bad.
0: I like I, it.
1: I, I don't like
0: it. It kind of reminds me
1: of the shredder. It does, and yes. I like that. If you're if you're supposedly the dark archer, maybe don't have fucking bright ass silver on your goddamn costume.
0: Though. What if it adapts to the amount of light that's in any given area?
1: I don't think that's the case. I think you're retconning that right now. I I, I, I smell I, bullshit.
0: I think you are. Not giving it time to uh, to do that. They're in a very well lit room. Maybe the lighter it gets, the brighter his armor gets, and then the darker it gets. Oh well he becomes lit completely... room. It's well lit. Do You see the light beams,
1: dog. You this
0: see the is light like beams? an
1: underground cave, dog. Well, look at all the. It's light beams. not a well lit room. Look at it's... all the light beams. That's beams. Yeah, look there's at light. outside at the exact same time, dog.
2: That's well lit.
0: But there's there's not you know. There's not a lack of darkness, so I just I'm I'm just saying. So we cut to Henry Fife's pad in Star Did. City. Uh they're on the beach where uh, Dinah and Ollie have this heart to heart where they're like, we need to stop fucking around and we need to be a team.
1: Yeah, the stop like, going I... off on your own. Like you're not yeah. alone. You keep he's, not alone. <laughs> he's not alone. He's not alone. Dennis Leary comes out.
2: Hey, Dennis, like
1: Branzino?
0: Oh God. And so, and so they, you know, they consolidate their efforts and they're like, we are going to do better. We're going to be a team back at the pool family home in star city. Uh, Emiko is putting Wendy to bed when she gets the call to go help uh, Diana and Oliver. She suits up and heads out, and then we just get this fucking pan.
1: This fucking mouth breather outside the windows.
0: Detective Scum just...
1: <laughs> what the Watching fuck? as Wendy
0: sleeps. Fucking what creep. What the
1: fuck?
0: Uh, back in the tomb beneath Queen Industries, a very well-lit room, I must say. Uh, We see Moira and Malcolm having collected all that fucking money and saying, we want to pay off our debts. Broderick is, uh, Broderick's out. But I want to save my life. And Dante's like, look, I got to let you know, you're like two steps behind.
1: Uh, I already put out a call. (laughs) Like, I'll take your money still.
0: They're like, what the fuck do you mean? Um,
1: thank you for the contribution, thank you for the donation,
0: thank you for the donation,
1: <laughs> thank Dante you for the generous donation. Bitch.
0: Uh, the that's absolutely a fuck. thank you for the generous donation. I can't thank you like
1: for the generous donation. Dude,
0: I don't know how you fucking do that. That's so <laughs> like, good. It's
1: um, just scratchy. It's just scratchy. We
0: see and... the Dorito mask fall and shatter as. Shadow fucking enters already loosing three arrows.
1: Sick dude.
0: Shadow's that bitch.
1: Sick. She's she just so fucking is. dope. She's so fucking cool.
0: And she's like I have been fucking waiting a long time. I've kissed the lips that kissed you. I will fucking kill your ass.
2: <laughs>
0: and Shadow if if y'all know those that those for the real ones. <laughs> Uh, Shadow and Merlin immediately engage in some archer combat. Hell yeah! And that is when Team Arrow
1: arrives. Dun 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 dun
2: dun dun
0: dun dun dun. We see Oliver, Emiko, and Dinah there, and they are ready to throw down. Yeah. And we get. Uh, Malcolm versus Oliver, round two. But this time, he's not alone. And Emiko (laughs) is able to knock an arrow straight into Malcolm's fucking shoulder. While Moira takes a fucking sword and tries to kill Dinah. What the fuck, dude? Moira's taking that whole queen thing very seriously. It's
1: crazy.
0: And so... And so...
1: <laughs> i know i know it's so good
0: <laughs> and so <laughs> emiko says once i make my move
2: <laughs>
0: Oliver, <laughs> you're <laughs> free to check the queen
1: not me not Dinah, <laughs> Dinah. you <Yeah>. yeah.
2: <laughs> Waiting all
1: week. That's what you were going to do. I've been waiting all week. <laughs> Diana's what so like, What's she talking about? And Oliver's like, He's going to sacrifice now. <laughs> Diana's like, No, you can't. There must be another way. You want to stop the nice circle or not? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you want to stop Moira Queen or not?
1: <laughs> Not me. Not Dinah. Not Dinah. No. Yo.
2: God.
1: That's oh. so, you're so fucked up for that, Don. <laughs> That's so fucked. That's funny. So
0: uh, Moira looses an arrow straight at Oliver. Ebico dives in front, takes the arrow.
1: See, I think you were gonna talk about how like Oliver like when when Moira slashes Dinah's back with the sword, Oliver's like, no! Nah! <laughs> like in a Toby Maguire, no! Nah!
2: And then throws is his true. bow
1: at Moira <laughs> to knock the sword out of her hands, which is bananas. He meets <laughs> the bow at her. <laughs> he uses the bow as a projectile. It's so sick. <laughs> He's just
0: <laughs> uh, for those of And you then who... she
1: uses that bow.
0: <laughs> Oliver took one one level to gain a feat and tavern brawler, and so he could use anything <laughs> as an improvised <laughs> weapon, and even that's his exactly. weapon.
1: That's exactly it. We call that a Roy Harper special.
0: Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> And so, Emiko has taken the shot, brings us to chapter 37. Great fucking cover.
1: Great cover.
0: Uh, Emiko is on death's door as Moira is willing to basically crash this whole thing
2: whoa, to whoa.
0: kill...
1: You can't say that. You, you got, you got to do it right, please. Cause she's <sighs> knock, knock,
2: knocking on heaven's door. Bam,
1: bam, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Beautiful, you got, it. You got Beautiful. it. Like you have to, cause she's knocking on heaven's door right now. <laughs>
0: And Moira gives this, gives the, the capitalist speech where she's like, you know what your problem is, Oliver? You've lost your pride. If you want to succeed in this world, you need to focus on yourself. A, B, C. Always B." Cutting.
1: And then oh. she starts dancing. <laughs> She's like <Dance>. <laughs>
0: All of a sudden, it turns into a mid-2000s movie.
1: <laughs> it is it's the end sequence of any animated film from 2012 Jesus. until now. God, is that fucking true? <laughs> uh,
0: she says, somewhere along the way, you fell under the spell of some perverted version of the American dream. Not everyone deserves everything. Not clothes, food, not medicine. Not you, uh, not yeah. even life. <laughs> the smartest deserve to rise. The strongest ought to survive. That's how a business, a country, a family advances. If your bastard sister is dead, it's because she deserved it. And you see, fucking shadow.
1: Shadow's about to slit her. Shaking fucking with
0: goddamn rage. I love it. And she's like, "Did y'all like the speech? Am I good? Are we cool?" To dante it's, on the screen and he's like
1: it's he's like mm. no nah, sucked <laughs> speech was a little thick i don't know <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're fucking rooker impression
1: <laughs> it's funny because i don't like rooker i know the same thing all that's the why it's so funny like, damn your dad this was his car <laughs> Remember when he shows up in fast? (laughs) Yes. I fucking or was it it. no, it was nine. It was nine that he shows up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was the one
0: about family.
1: That was the I mean, when you think about it, they're all kind of about family. They're all about family.
0: And so Dante presses a big red button and it basically just drops everything into a void.
1: Boom, baby.
0: (laughs) Um shadow goes to kill fucking merlin um, she knocks him into the void and she's like i'm gonna
1: fucking kill you Dude, it's so tight goes after oh moira God. this
0: page is so good
1: it's not business anymore moira it's personal
0: fucking sick and she's like i never got the ch- got a chance to be a mother you've stolen that from me and moira's like i wasn't even aiming for her But I'm happy to erase my fool of a husband's mistakes. And they fucking throw down. Love it. Um, We see that Emiko is alive. But barely. She is hanging on by a thread. Great fucking panel where it shows how the arrow is lodged in her heart. Yeah. So fucking cool.
1: That's crazy.
0: And they're like, we gotta fucking go. And so Dinah's like... Okay, cool, but I gotta do one thing. And she fucking screams at Shadow and Moira. just one last fuck you. Uh, Malcolm is able to climb out of the void and is going to kill Dinah when all of a sudden, bang! We get the reemergence of John Diggle.
1: He's Diggle, I forgot you were in this book!
0: He's like, me too. But now I'm here. He's, he's like... I'm ready to be a full time friend and member of Team Arrow. Like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of my
1: room. Like, (laughs) just, what are you doing here? No one wants you.
0: And I love this final moment between Shadow and Moira. She's like, the wartime strategy of Japan is sanko sesaku. It means kill all, burn all, destroy all. And she fucking brands moira on the face with a flaming arrow and then pulls her into the abyss says there are no winners in our war we have destroyed ourselves
1: that's so fucked
2: up
0: dope as fuck dope as fuck uh the entire uh altar thing beneath queen industries falls into the void below um Malcolm makes his escape as does uh, Dinah and Diggle. Meanwhile, back at the Poole family home we see Kate Spencer bring in her little boy to go check on Wendy and look Mm -hmm. who it is. Fucking detective scum who is threatening Kate's son at knife point alongside Wendy and he's like, "Crazy, I'm going to fucking kill y'all. And Kate's just like uno reverse card
1: (laughs) (laughs) because what he doesn't know is that she's a fucking manhunter dog she's a badass i fucking love this she does the classic like
0: you know smacks his hand holding the knife and then reverses it straight into his fucking skull sick
1: this, this is so is cool. Dead. If you don't know who this character is, this comes out of nowhere. It's like, like holy whoa, shit! He's got fucking secrets. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's cool as hell. <laughs> Dude, and Wendy and her son are fucking terrified too. Yeah, right. Her son's name is Ramsey. As well, <laughs> just as Crazy. a quick, a quick note. Why um,
1: would you like? Why would you ever why? name your son Ramsey? Like, that's why.
0: Uh, we cut to Virginia Mason Hospital, Star City. Has to be a little while later um emiko wakes up in the hospital she survived oliver and dinah are there and emiko has finally gained the title the moniker of red arrow yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. diggle is also there
1: what the hell diggle walks in is like you betrayed me now I betrayed you. Oliver's like, what's so the were fu- even? Hello? It's like, bro. hi here's the thing. I slept with your ex-fiance when you guys were broken up. You helped my worst enemy, like, escape dog. I almost had the kill shot on a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> that's not the same.
0: <laughs> These are not the same.
1: What do you mean? Like, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: But Oliver forgives him anyway, and he's like, look, I get it. We didn't have a lot of time for you in this book. Maybe in the next run. And then Oliver has to go to court. Because yep. he's still got his trial. After all of this, uh-huh. after everything that has happened, he still has
1: to go to trial. Can I say, I love the structure on that, though. I love that, like, this feels like the ending, but it's not the ending. Yeah there's still one more thing that's got to be handled i i love that structure that's great it's so fucking cool
0: so oliver gets dressed in his best green suit how do people not know how do people not know? know um and he heads off to court uh the trial is being reported on by victoria much reporting for
1: stop
2: don't laugh don't laugh don't laugh
1: you're telling why would you do
0: coma 2 news (laughs) and we we see uh heroes from around the nation the heroes that oliver teamed up with are watching this trial we also get cutaways uh damien comes to visit emiko Um,
1: interesting that interesting that isn't
0: it uh meanwhile a different red arrow uh roy who for some reason has just been absent i so, really fucking yeah. hate it here's I the really thing. fucking hate it
1: i really hate that i really hate that like we spent time to be like hey roy's back in the fold he's gonna be helping out and he's been gone he's just yeah. not been there yep for it no is reason frustrating
0: because he was there and then all of a sudden they're like die he's got titan's business
1: yeah he's
2: out <laughs>
0: he's out of here and it's like ah god the fuck Mm. yeah
1: yeah crazy
0: and so oliver shows up to the courthouse we also see very interestingly three of the four horse people
1: Uh uh-huh
0: very interesting look at my my little short king little eddie (laughs) little eddie fires uh and look at and look at fucking Cheshire next door I, I, Lord. I know I know that had been Ugh. Ugh. Oliver walks in and he says I'm going to go down swinging and he walks into the court chapter 38 final chapter this fucking page holy yep. shit yep this I mean one forer is, is a incredible. master he's a master yeah. He really,
1: really is. He is a modern master of comics. I think he's one of the five best artists in comics right now. Like,
2: like
0: it is
1: astounding.
0: And so we see Victoria Much reporting Coming 2 News. Stop. Where Let she him is him, essentially recounting everything that's happened. I love Oliver falling through the fire. So fucking cool. Um at King County Courthouse in Star City, we see the trial begins. And we notice that Kate's a little shaken up. And she's just like, I had a rough night. And we got to cut to her
1: I'm burying
0: fucking a... Detective Scum's body. What
1: the fuck? That's crazy! <laughs> That's crazy! She killed that motherfucker and just buried him. Dog. Uh,
0: Mrs. Vision-coded there.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: And so... Oliver kind of looks over and he's like, they all hate me, right? He's like, yep. He says, we're going to lose, right? It's like, yep. And he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to try something and maybe it doesn't work out. Here's a gold bar that should be able to pay you all the money that you
1: need. <laughs> it's the most white privileged thing I've ever fucking seen. Is, here, cash this at the bank. And
2: what he the just
1: fuck goes, is she going to do with a gold bar, homie? Like... <laughs> And in
0: maybe my favorite page of this whole volume, he just goes, "The defendant will be representing himself."
1: Love it, and the confidence swagger t- with the, the with the title card the of Long the like, Queen. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I know it's so good. It's so so good. It's got so a lit fun. bite.
0: Mm. Got the and so on her fingers. we cut to the Virginia Mason hospital where Dinah and Emiko are watching the trial and it looks like Dinah wrote a little song. This really is like a Pixar movie where <laughs> <laughs> she has to have that, you know, the last song about everything that they've learned along the way. Yeah. Um, we get a little bit of a, a little round of applause where we find Wendy and her father have come to visit Emiko
1: and Wendy's and she, speaking. She is.
0: And she says, I'm still afraid. I think I always will be, but I can't stay in the shadows. That's where the underground men wanted to keep me. There's a chance. Uh, the so trial is going about as well as everyone expected. Um, Oliver's trying to defend himself. It is not going well. However, we do see that the deck being stacked against him is being taken care of. They're Mm -hmm. at least evening the playing field. We see that the prosecutor, whose daughter has been held by the underground, gets word that his daughter is rescued by Batman. I fucking love this. It's all the heroes who doubted Oliver coming. The the, the saints are coming. They're here to help.
1: Let me ask you a question. Yes. So the so the so the the this is now is this actually the judge or is this just the prosecutor who gets the text. It's the prosecutor, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. The
0: prosecutor, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the
1: prosecutor gets a text from Dante. <laughs> yeah. That says, "Shut him down now." Right, Dante. Yes. His little icon on that text is the Ninth Circle logo. Right. Now, do people put that in? Like, does everyone who has Dante in his in their phone? add that as the character like as the profile picture. <laughs> How
0: did I fucking know you were gonna get fixated on something like this?
1: Or or does Dante have like a technology thing where like that's just an automatic thing? Is I it think
0: like when it... you're I think when you're enlisted or you're um what what is the what is the word for being forcibly enlisted? Drafted drafted into the ninth circle, you have to Adhere to a code of ethics, and you have a <laughs> they give you a whole syllabus, they give you a manual. Every person who's involved, you have to make that their their little contact picture. Yeah, I make
1: that the contact pick. That's that when so you see funny. the
0: symbol, you got you know, it's important.
1: That's so funny.
0: But so we see, uh, and also which I find really interesting too. Um, it says it's from Dante, but we very clearly see. That the phone is being held by someone who I don't think is Dante. Who
1: is not Dante. It's just some random underground man.
0: But Batman shows up. Kicks ass. Little girl's like,
1: yeah!
0: She's so stoked. She's
1: like, Batman fucking
0: rules. <laughs> Batman rules and he's wearing a great costume. He's she looking says at that.
1: purple inside the cape. Look at she it. She says that. If, she,
0: if you look really closely the at the panel. panel, that's what she's saying. Yeah. Um, We see... You know, Oliver's like, "Look, if I'm going down, that's fine, but I'm taking the Ninth Circle down with me, and all the people that are part of the Ninth Circle." And there's a quick moment where the prosecutor's like, "Your Honor, this circus needs to stop. Let's move on." And then he's whisked away by the (laughs)
2: flash.
0: where he literally is just like like the bad news is you've got a long blister bursting walk home you'll have a lot of time to think about all the mistakes you've made getting in bed with the ninth circle but the good news is your daughter is safe and she took a little
1: selfie with batman Here's the thing. I would not say to my daughter, "Safe." I don't like how that picture looks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Bat- I am Bat- running Batman. home.
0: Batman's like, "Look, Alfred, I got another Robin."
1: <laughs> like literally, this is the guy who's most famous for child endangerment, and you're like, "Oh no, yeah. your daughter's totally safe. She's with Batman." uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I Did don't, don't think so.
0: <laughs> Alfred, can you do a check? Is she an orphan?
2: <laughs> Alfred,
1: how do we kill her father?
0: The, the judge is like, what the fuck just happened? And then all of a sudden, his gavel gets zappy zapped by Superman. And one Ferreira Superman! Oh!
1: So good. So good.
0: So Superman and Wonder Woman are there. And they're like, look, this needs to end. We need to get everything out into the light. Oliver breaks down what the Ninth Circle is, and he has a list of all accounts. Investments and loans that implicate the richest boardrooms and the highest political offices.
1: They murdered Seattle. I love that phrasing.
0: It's so good. That's it's great. so good.
1: They murdered Seattle, and Wendy Poole was a victim caught in the crossfire.
0: When all That's of a sudden, sick. it lights up. And we get a visual aid, courtesy of one Hal Jordan, that lights up all of the names that are implicated in this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, look, he says, you can put me in prison, but I'll only go willingly if the rest of those names also end up on the inmate roster. Otherwise, I've been an outlaw for over a year now. I can keep fighting from the shadows if I need to. But I stepped into the spotlight today for ask for your help. Everyone fucking turns to see Wendy pool out of the shadows. Awesome. So fucking cool. Awesome. We then cut to later. Obviously, we can see that Wendy's testimony allowed for uh, Oliver's name to be cleared. He is back. Um, it all worked out. Nine Circle might not be gone, but they are on the back foot now, more so than they've ever been. Uh, Oliver and Dinah have a little uh, have a little chat, and goddamn, this mm-hmm. exchange where they're talking mm-hmm. about their uh, their dream dinner.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She says, "Afterwards, you're my dessert." And again, the fucking lip bite, dude. Yep, yeah. that lip bite. This volume has a lot
1: of lip bites in it. And oh all of them God. are good we should have been reading the lit bites
2: Oof.
0: fuck they're they're all 10 out of 10 i don't know what they're means.
1: all 10 out of 10 yeah there's no rating
0: <laughs> um so they see that dracon is here whoa fucking dracon the boy with the dragon tattoo
1: <laughs> uh, it's only fair. We did have the girl with the dragon tattoo for the rest of the run, yeah. So it's it only fair.
0: Agreed. Um, he's confronted by Oliver and Dinah, and Dinah does basically like she she does the thing where Cyclops like turns the dial down on his visor yep. and sends to out the little the like beam. Yes. narrow the beam
1: <laughs> to break a lock or something. Yeah,
0: and it's he, literally that. And she fucking knocks his ass out.
1: this is a quick little whistle. She goes,
0: "Yep." And they're still having their conversation. Like, this is nothing to them. And so Oliver's like, look, I understand your hesitation. And Dinah's like, I'm more than hesitant. Like, you've got your fucking money back. You've got your fucking company back. You're the man again. Which brings us right back to fucking square one. Mm -hmm. And he's like, it doesn't bring us back to square one, actually. Because I've learned. Uh, We see that Star City is being return to its proper place as Seattle. Uh, the Queen Industries building has now been turned into the Queen Foundation, investing in people instead of things. Um, they are honoring Chief Westberg. I loved seeing that.
1: This is very much like the <clears throat> the end of the Dark Knight, when the music swells and you get like all the pieces of like how everything's wrapped up.
0: Yeah, Dark Knight so, like, rises.
1: Uh, they do it in Dark Knight, also sort of. Yeah. It's just like with with Batman's like speech about like you know people need to believe in good, and you see, uh, you know, uh, 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 Morgan Freeman go to the control panel and hitting the button, and That's the weird. spying thing like explodes, and Alfred's burning the letter. You know, like it, you're that one's a lot more
0: somber though. That one is a little more somber. somber. I think... well, I mean,
1: the Dark Knight Rises one is kind of somber too, but it, it is I, very I much that. I think it's vibe. a little
0: bit more uplifting
1: it's the same song playing yes uh, correct absolutely it's the end of the dark night like slash dark Knight rises like theme
0: you know yeah. honestly and we're gonna get to why this kind of in my head i was hearing um who lives who dies who tells her story from hamilton uh i don't know i know is. you have no basis for it, <laughs> but, but all right, I we, we see that oliver is putting the time in to fix things Um, Trans-Pacific Railway, a route for free travel and trade will stand out as a symbol of globalism and interconnectedness. He even goes back. He even goes back to that island. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm going to support the tribe's innovative approach to renewable energy and biotech with a grant that should carry you into the next century. The jungle, once a homeless encampment, is now a sanctuary for affordable housing. I hope you'll be happy here. And we see the fucking family. Yep. I love them.
1: Love it. I love every time they showed up in this run.
2: It makes me
0: so
1: happy. Every time except for one time. (laughs) True. Uh, (laughs) He
0: says, but here's what I'm most excited to share with you. And he unveils the Dinah Lance home for wayward kids. Yeah. I fucking love this. Yeah, because all she wanted when she was a kid was a home and now she's going to be able to give that to other kids (sighs) so fucking good and she's like Ollie I need you to take a deep breath because it's going to be a while before you come up for air what a fucking
1: line what a line and she smooches him she smooches him hard she's so romantic oh my god
0: And we get one final monologue narration from Oliver Queen as he is shown with his Arrow family in Seattle and with the Justice League abroad. He says, there are times when nothing significant seems to happen for years, and then there are times when years of consequence flash by just like that, as quick as an arrow, referencing the fucking New 52, let me tell you. I've lost my family and found another. I've given up my legacy and found my calling. But as much as some things have changed, others never will. I'm a hot head and a loud mouth. Go ahead and call me a sanctimonious prick, a wannabe Robin Hood, an emerald outlaw. I can take it. But I prefer, I prefer the job description of social justice warrior. And I think, I hope, I finally lived up to it as a man and as a hero.
1: And then we end the last page is With the, the cover, cover of Rebirth, number, Rebirth one. number one fucking
0: incredible? Goated, goated,
1: go, 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 go! It's so good.
0: <laughs> Except in this image, he's smiling. Yeah, like, go- yeah, Juan Ferrera the goat.
1: Uh, what a what a, what a fucking way to send it off, man!
0: Incredible. This Nobody could have been
1: the end it. of the entire run. You're this right. Could have, it truly could have been. Could have been.
0: Yeah. It could have been it.
1: This could have been the last issue of Green Arrow. It would have broken my heart, but it could have been the last issue of Green Arrow.
0: Ugh. Crazy. It's so fucking good. Um, But that does it for the volume. Uh, Malcolm, final thoughts. What was your favorite part?
1: I love this volume. I think it's such a great ending. Um, It's such a great ending. Uh, two final parts. One, I love that the alternate covers for this volume are all uh, Mike Grell. Yeah, uh, great, notorious Green Arrow artist Mike Grell. Um, I think that's really wonderful and really cool. Uh, my second favorite part is that it, it just it just all wraps up well. I I wouldn't even be able to pick like one specific part in this. I think it all just ends so wonderfully. Uh, I think it's great, man. Then Percy landed the plane. He did. He landed that plane. Another successful landing, as my friend Obi Wan says.
0: <sighs> fucking yeah the, this volume is it's supposed to be the culmination and it truly feels like the culmination of everything that had come before it mm-hmm. um obviously as comic books do the adventure continues however this is a story that i think is among the best yeah. for green arrow this benjamin percy run has been absolutely amazing yeah so fucking good yeah yeah um yeah it's it's just i uh, god it's so good uh but that does it for volume six of green era rebirth before we get into what's next uh malcolm you've got some emails to read so what
1: time is it it's a mailbag on the dance floor but you better not kill the groove dj gonna bring this goddamn house right down it's a mailbag on the dance floor
2: yeah. Oh. Uh, if
1: you
0: want to be part of the GeekSplain yeah. book club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com. Put something involving quiver in something the quivering. subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. What were you gonna say?
1: Uh I that song's been stuck in my I was just introduced to that song this week and it's been stuck in my head since. A lot. Uh it. watch saltburn, everybody. Okay. Watch saltburn. Saltburn um, is a good time.
0: Our first email comes from Dylan Hall Dylan uh, Dylan's actually got two emails for us this week because his email from last week unfortunately slid right over the line after we had done our recording oh
2: uh,
0: the subject for this one reads Lois Lowry presents The Quiver starring Jeff Bridges that is the subject Whoa. incredible
1: yeah um, I remember quiver.
0: <laughs> Dylan writes uh, if this doesn't make it into this week's show, talk about last week's, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving slash Doctor Who premiere weekend. In response to your valid opinions about MCU Moon Knight, I get it. I do. I think the interactions between Mark and Steven pull from the best part of the Max Bemis run, uh, being the first arc, which also has the best art. I have also read the Lemire run, the Marvel Now run, the Houston Benson run. Uh vengeance of the moon knight the shadowland miniseries and the Bedness run i've been slowly making my way through the first four volumes of the epic collections mostly by the goaded doug munch himself with some killer mm-hmm. art but mm-hmm. my current fave is definitely the jed mckay run which stole my idea and elevated it bat morris synthesize every weird seemingly contradictory take on moon knight into one cohesive story minus why mark's alters change into spidey captain american wolverine but i do have a pitch for that that you all may read one day and Ooh. he makes it look after Moon Knight is a character with a history of messiness, and the show is a little messy, but overall I do think it captures him well. And no matter how cool a superhero is, I have very little luck convincing my friends to read the comics. Most comics any, fr- any of my friends outside of my friend who is writing one have read *Is bone. A good one. Yes. It Hell is. yeah. But still, I'm glad that the Moon Knight show did as much work as it did highlighting why he's such a cool character, and I'm hopeful for what a season two may bring. Hopefully more Khonshu in a suit. I'm going to tell you man, I don't think a season 2 happening.
1: I, I literally Moon Knight died on his way back to his home planet. Like <laughs> we're never going to see Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight again. Like no if, way. If
0: if I will let you know if we do get a Moon Knight season 2, uh Dylan, I will mail you a quarter. Uh, if we do.
1: Yeah, bet.
0: If we do, um, but I don't think it's happening. Uh, he writes, long moon night di- diatribe aside, I just finished watching A Man Called Otto with my mom, whose only request for movie night this Thanksgiving was something funny. And while it certainly is comedic, Netflix lied. This movie is not a comedy. It punched me right in the gut and made me cry. Do your research and don't trust just the trailer before you watch movies, especially if they open with warnings about the depictions of uh, unaliving yourself. 10 out of 10 masterpiece we'll watch again gotta track down that book lastly i have another green arrow book for the book club to look into and that is the first volume of judd winnick cliff chang and a few other artists green arrow and black canary what a delight hell yeah great book great hell yeah baby i can't wait for what your reviews are next week slash this week slash after you have watched the new episode of dr who i'm loving the current geek explained episode on it and can't wait to finish it laugh hard cry a bit be kind dylan yeah. Uh, P.S. Great Speaking of Cliff YouTube Chang, YouTube. great
1: explained episode. By the way, thank you. Great thank long you. episode. Love
0: we it. we loved having that. We we loved having that uh that uh, that discussion. It was really good. Good discussion. Um, Dylan also writes a P.S. Speaking of Cl- Cliff Chang, read his entirely his writing, lettering, drawing, coloring, etc. Bat Catwoman, Lonely City. It slaps. Agreed. I did an episode on it, and it is yep. wonderful. Great it's a book. Wonderful book. Great book. Um, I'm now gonna jump into uh Dylan's email from this week, which reads Gathering Green, a quiver quartet story by Lois Bowery. Ooh. Interesting. Uh he writes, quick addition since you guys recorded early last week and I left a long email before. One, new Doctor Who was excellent. I even introduced a new friend who had never watched the show before and her only complaint was the pacing was breakneck, which is fair. This one didn't have much room to breathe. Loved That's how they, they picked do. up the Donna threads and I literally jumped up with excitement when the solution came around. Same. I cried. I write love the Doctor Who podcast episode last week if you and your peeps are starving for more missy slash multi master content I advise you read her recent comic miniseries where she teams up with a certain early incarnation of herself Ooh, I like that three I finished the newly released war world saga tome and before I have done something done some rereading that may change this it may be my favorite Superman story
2: really interesting
0: Uh, It reminds me of one of the best parts of Peter Capaldi's Doctor, which you guys covered on the episode. His speech about doing something because it is right, decent, and above all, kind. This feels very Superman to me, and we know Moffat would kill it on Superman because of a certain underrated Christmas special. That's an interesting poll.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good episode. I think it is underrated. I I think it's super underrated.
0: I fucking love that episode.
1: People talk a lot of shit about that. I don't know why. because It it is Justin Chatwin, but like, you know. A come so. on
0: he plays a great not superman uh <laughs> doctor who tangent aside Warworld saga only has one miss for me and that is the integration of the authority which i largely blame on grant's authority story not being for infinite frontier originally had pkj had more time i'm sure he would have integrated them more they're used really well in the Warworld apocalypse finale issue i will miss pkj's time on superman and i hope he comes back in the future i you know i like the authority team that gmo brought together but they definitely had a different plan than what ended up happening with those characters which is unfortunate yes definitely um he writes i shan't go on any longer i'm very excited to see what you all thought of this week's green arrow arc a very satisfying conclusion imo probably my favorite arc as well as issue six of williamson's green arrow featuring an appearance by certain someone from this arc i haven't gotten to that issue yet so that's really fun yep uh, Dylan writes, burn the rich, share the wealth, be kind, Dylan. Be kind. P.S. Bendis revealing Superman's identity is what got me into reading Superman month to month. I understand why it's controversial, but it feels true to Superman and his desire for truth and a more hopeful world. I'm glad that that had that effect on you, Dylan. Dylan? And that's all I'm going to say about it.
1: You're invited to the cookout.
0: I am. That's all I'm going to say about it because we do not have time. Uh, our next email <laughs> comes from Jacob Goodhart writing Almost Empty Quiver. Goodhart. Jacob writes Dear Geek Swain podcast, well, here we are, the last stretch of the Benjamin Percy run of Green Arrow. God damn, what a ride. I've read a few of the of the rec- the Rebirth era books, Batman, Superman, Flash, Aquaman, it's super dope, and honestly, as much as I love them, there's just something really special about this run. I think it's like a cult classic in a sense, it flew under the radar while the big name books made some big waves. And I think that this book's greatest strength, while most fans are drawn to the big names like Batman, it lets books like this exist because nobody, care, quote unquote, nobody cares about the lower tier titles like this. But it also allows for more creative and fun stories. I usually use Daredevil as the example, but it really applies to Ollie and Company. Also, I just want to say real quick, I'm so damn happy how much you guys loved the Superman issue last episode. That whole arc is my favorite, but Clark acknowledging how Ollie has changed and how he's trying to be better is just super pure, and I love it. And Ollie calling him America's dad is really funny and cute, too. Wait, (laughs) is Stan Smith just a Superman caricature? Maybe.
1: Whoa!
0: But let's get to this story. First off, that reunion with Ollie and Dinah sure is God's got sandals. That might just be the sexiest comic I've seen since Madden and Elektra hooked up in Zadarsky's Daredevil. In fact, I need to double check to see this wasn't a Black Label book when we saw Emiko mention their reunion and we see them disturbing free literature. I've been watching, free, watching clips from Letterkenny, rightfully so. Great job. Uh, of course things can't be simple as having wendy come out as proof since the ninth circle would immediately try and kill her and honestly it's the most real reasoning i've ever seen girl was heavily traumatized and doesn't feel safe and ollie being the good guy he is doesn't want to put her at risk for his sake which leads him and his mom back to i'll say it again the dopest evil lair ever the inferno kind of weird how star wars would take the whole going back to the destroyed base from the first half of the story bit and recycle it for their worst movie but that also that does also give us the cover of black canary carrying him up from the water something i think we all would want also Broderick finally gets what he finally has coming to him for all the shit he's done with an arrow to the head from Shadow and we also get to see Trump I mean uh Dominique wet himself like the coward he is so that's nice also we get to see that Moira Queen is actually pretty heartless by leaving her son to die and tries to share that condition with Emiko thankfully Archery is from the other side of the family and she misses though I think the lesson here for the arrow clan is wear body armor over your vital organs that's fair uh, we finally end the story with the trial of Oliver Queen. I'll be honest, I'm not the most political person. I don't know all the terms, and because of that, I try not to speak on subjects I'm not knowledgeable about. and I live in a red state. So I always feel like if I open my mouth about something like that, I'm just going to be standing alone and either be dismissed, ridiculed, or insulted. I mean, my grandmother even called me a silly liberal once. She doesn't mean anything by it. She's a sweetheart, and loves me, don't judge my Mima. And that's how and that's kind of how it feels here. But Ollie does that here, too, and it doesn't matter that he's standing there alone. What matters is that he's he's standing for what's right. And that's really inspiring. Plus, it helps to have the Justice League on your side. Also, I just lose it over how everyone does something that's significant to help Ollie's case, and Hal just makes it a PowerPoint. Never change, Hal. Never change. And then we finally circle back to the thesis statement of the book. How do you fight the man if you are the man? And we don't really get a written answer by Ollie, but more in his actions. And I think the answer is that you be a good man. Uh, A good man. Being wealthy doesn't make Oliver bad. It's what he does with it that makes him Green Arrow. Instead of using his company for his boyhood fantasy, he uses it for projects that will better the world. He lives up to his desired job of being a social justice warrior. Goddamn, give Ben Percy a Captain America book. Not now, though. Let J.M.S. Cook. He's doing good.
2: Yes!
0: I can't wait to see what you cover next, but before I get to my question, a couple things. Number one. Uh, Sorry for the confusion last week. There are four episodes of Invincible this year. The other half will be next year, and apparently in January. Someone jailbroken Amazon Fire Remote and got the dates off Amazon Prime app. Nice.
1: Okay, so January. That's good.
0: January is going to be filled with Invincible and Echo, and I am fucking stoked.
1: I can't wait for Echo!
2: It's
0: going to be great. great. Two. Dan Slott might have just become the MVP with how he casually dropped some bombshells at the Spidey office. I feel bad for Nick Spencer even more now. And you know what? Slott just went up in my list of Spider-Man writers for that. He was number 10 before, up to 9 now uh three i mentioned this last week but there's an artist on twitter who is basically doing a series of recreations where it's basically superior ben 10 here's a link to a couple added the link and finally this time next week i'll be at a comic-con hopefully getting my copy of spider-man 2 of the spider-man 2 prequel comics signed by our spider-man i'm going to splurge on myself a little and try to get a picture with two that's awesome hell yeah Also, try and get Will Friedle sign my copy of Beyond the White Knight, Kyle Higgins for Radiant Black, Scott Collins is there too, but I don't have anything physical Flash books he've worked on. Dan Didio will also be there for some reason. But I'm excited. A bunch of wrestlers will be there too that my brother wants to see. It'll be fun. I don't really enjoy wrestling as much as others, but after my brother explains some of it to me, I get why people like it. For my question this week, Eric is the resident voice actor. What are some of your favorite VA performances that are underrated? Personally, I think the voice actor for Max Payne, James McCaffrey, is one of the best voices in the whole industry who doesn't get top billing as often as he should. I'm playing through Alan Wake for the first time and hearing him again in one of the manuscript pages made me wish we got one last game with him in it. And now that I'm thinking of it, I could totally see him be the voice for for Thrag in Invincible, maybe Conquest. See you next week, Jacob Goodhart. That's interesting. That I think we for for a while we have um talked about our our hopeful fan casting for Throg uh being our our Lord and Savior Kylo Ren. Yeah. But that is that is an interesting pick. That's a,
1: that's a pretty solid pick. I like that.
0: I um like vo- that. voice actors that I think are underrated or maybe just like their performances. Um I talked about it in this uh in this Wednesday episode um justin cook is yusuke urameshi obviously is incredible um i also grew up on the ocean dub of dragon ball so uh scott mcneil's piccolo always sticks with me that yeah. is my preferred Piccolo voice hell yeah um, baby. the original for me the original Hell yeah. um also i i just want to say because malcolm you know brought it up earlier in a conversation off mic the entire cast of guardians of the galaxy that video game is underrated as fuck. Because uh, that game yes. is underrated as fuck. Yes, um, yes. Great everybody in there is doing so much in yes. it. And um, not
1: doing the movie takes. Correct. Like, they are I, distinctly doing their own versions. That yes. feel more like comic character takes in general. Um, um, yeah.
0: I think her name is uh, Manuela ah, Martinez, I think, who does uh, Mantis. Maybe my favorite version of that character. Uh, yes. I yes. love Mantis in that game. Yes. Um, she's incredible. I also That's who love... I
1: hear when I read the current run. Yes, a... same. Same. Because I think that her Mantis would absolutely be that Mantis.
0: Absolutely agree. I yes. also love Jason uh, Cavalier, I think is how you pronounce his name, as Drax.
1: As Drax, yeah.
0: Drax in that game is fucking Great incredible. But again, everybody in that game is so good. Um, So if I could just do a big group of voice performances that I think are super underrated, that would be, that would be it for me for sure. Uh, Do you have any?
1: Um, I always think that there, there is one voice actor I think is always actually like very underrated because he often does the same type of voice. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that uh, (laughs) close Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh, I yes. think Kevin Michael Richardson is very underrated. Um, Hella underrated. Because he he always does... It, it's very much the same type of voice uh, for all of his performances. But I think there's a lot of nuance when he does it. And I think there's a yeah, lot of...
2: Yeah,
1: just, just a lot of emphasis uh, when he does it. Um, another underrated voice actor that I could uh, mention... Do um it. big fan of mine or a big fan of mine <laughs> that's <laughs> funny uh i'm a big fan of his uh eric kazana uh Fuck underrated versus actor Fuck underrated you really underrated uh just want to throw that out there but yeah those Fuck
0: are my two i hate those you yeah. i hate you so much yeah
1: those are my
0: um but thank you jacob for the for the email we are now going to go yeah. to ben c delacruz who says quivered circle <laughs>
1: Ooh. <laughs> you see you said circle and so eric quivered
0: Ugh. uh ben writes up book club gang hoping that y'all are doing great quick question how's jacob brown doing i hope he's doing well in his work as a world-famous gaslight theater actor uh jacob's busy man he is busy. he is doing a lot um we are excited to have him back but he's in high demand being a famous a world-famous gaslight Theater actor. Um, That's the thing. He's he's in high demand. He's got a lot of people, you know, fighting for his time. But uh, know that he loves you all, and he is um, very excited to get back to work next year. Yeah, this um, is
1: this, this is the time of year where no one sees Jacob unless uh, <laughs> unless you go to a show. Like which, Jeremy's if you are in the Arizona busy. area
0: or you are willing to travel, go see a show.
1: Go see a show.
0: Most of them are probably sold out because the Christmas show uh, the sells it's, out quick. But it is fu- time it year. is three to four shows six days a week. So yeah. he's he's a busy man. He's a busy man. Yeah. But we miss him on here, and we're gonna we're very excited to have him back very soon. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um. Ben continues, anyway, I recently started reading a series that I think would make for a good season of the book club, and that's the pre-Flashpoint Superman-Batman series that re-established the world's finest duo for the 21st century. I think that with the rotating creative team and the wide variety of stories told from reinventing composite Superman to parodying the Ultimates, this series had some wild stuff that'd be insane to see you guys f- talk about. For my obscure Elseworld recommendation this week, I'd recommend Elseworld's Finest, which is a two-issue series that takes DC's flagship <sighs> heroes and sends them on a pulpy quest around the world, running yes. into cult leader Rachel ghoul and super scientist adventurer Alexi Luthor as they, Lana Lang, her father, and Jimmy Olsen, seek out a strange artifact that may have more to do with the good Mr. Kent than anyone would expect. The series has big Indiana Jones vibes and has some really fun moments all throughout. Hope you all decide to check the series out and that you guys have a great week. Best wishes ben ps sorry my title references eric's least favorite shape meant to be a nod to the ninth circle i get it i get it i understand
1: <laughs> but as we uh, established
0: circles are my ninth circle
1: circles are your ninth circle uh Alice World's finest is great
0: great story great i story. have read that one so it is good. tremendous
1: um if i may i'd like to tackle the superman batman of it
0: all please do uh
1: in that that's a great run it has a lot of fun in there I think we might have a really difficult time doing that the two of us because of the start of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is a bummer because that's one of my favorite like blockbuster comics it's it uh, is a bummer and i i would not be able to read that now
0: yeah it's it's tough time. it it makes it very tough yeah. um but we do appreciate the recommendation they are very yes. nice comics very and keep, good and and keep those elseworld recommendations coming because we're fucking loving them yeah um next email comes from tristan maldonado who writes hello Explained crew hope you guys are having a great week it's probably been a while since i last sent an email to the book club but i'm glad sending a new email for an new... but i'm glad sending a new email for a new email
1: but i'm gladly sending a new email for a new episode
0: Yes, done. I have a life update for this email. For starters, I'm almost done with my first semester of college, and it ends in two weeks from now on December 12th.
2: Hey After yo. my last
0: class, I'll be out for a whole month until January 16th. I know, pretty long break. Am I right? I already planned my schedule for the second semester, and it's going to be Texas government, composition two, U.S. history two, and a class I'm looking forward to, art appreciation.
2: That's hey awesome, yo.
0: dude. Awesome. I hope I hope you've enjoyed your first semester. College, college was so But college is a wonderful time to learn and to learn more about yourself.
2: Good luck on finals.
0: Yeah, good luck on finals. That shit is no joke. Don't Um, snooze on it. (laughs) Don't sleep through them. Uh, I'm really looking forward to my long break and I'm ready for what that second semester to my college life has in store for me. I want to share all the books that I'm going to read before the year ends. And yes, it's a lot. Don't worry. I'll read them all.
1: You'll have time, sounds like.
0: (laughs) His list includes... uh, Volume two of Guardian of Al- Ewing's Guardians of the Galaxy. Great. Yeah! great stuff. Um, he's got Superior Spider-Man in there. He's got nice. Watchmen. Um sure. Daredevil Yellow and Spider-Man Blue. Are those new editions of those? Those are probably. Um probably, the new flash run. <sighs> Fuck. Um Daredevil Born Again. Uh nice. Superman for All Seasons. Uh check out my episode on that. I did that. It was great um catching up on the cap on the uh, hive mind captain america i see human target there as well
1: a uh, good baby. stuff Sexiest comic.
0: good stuff really really good stuff
1: it's good stuff
0: um he writes uh right now i just finished dark knight returns by frank miller for the first time and i really liked it malcolm front facing or back facing
1: okay okay <laughs> this is not a conversation he is back facing
0: no Basically he's he not he's front facing up. look at the he has fist. always been front facing
1: <laughs> no he's he's back always
0: facing. been front facing
1: the fist is like this if he was front facing the fist would not look the same it would be like that and he that's explains
0: not civil war too he explains civil war too
1: this is insane. That is what It's, it's he's front facing. Fa- he's
0: always been front facing, and the fact that you think back-facing. he's back facing says something about you as a person.
1: And okay. I just have to say that. And explain half of the parody ones, like the like the Captain America one that just came out or is coming out, where he's back facing.
2: Think he's of who's drawing that? Frank think Miller
1: fr- that. Yeah, Frank Miller. Exactly. But did you see the original sketch? I don't give a fuck. The original sketch. (laughs) It's fact. It's It's canon. The original sketch
0: has him front facing. He's lying. You're lying.
1: He's a liar.
0: So this is gonna be the final episode of the Geek explain podcast because we can't work together under these conditions.
1: He's back facing. He's
0: front facing. I either way. This is
1: the new blue or gold
0: dress. I either way.
1: It. I hate it so much.
0: This civil I don't war love is love Dark Knight Returns. This civil <laughs> war is going to continue and take us into the next year. Um
2: Ugh. I forgive <laughs> you, Eric.
1: no,
0: I don't need your forgiveness. <laughs> um Tristan finishes. That's all I have for today. So I hope you guys have a good weekend and I'll ca- see you guys next time. P.S. Threw in a picture of David Marquez brand new variant for Ultimate Spider-Man 1 coming in January. And it's so awesome. You are correct. I've seen it's that very good. It looks fucking great.
1: Can I can I say real quick just about Ultimate Spider-Man? And I'm hoping that this is Please. a bluff. I'm kind of disappointed that the costume is that costume. Interesting. Why? I, I just want something different. I want something new. If it's going to be an ultimate Spider-Man, like I want a different kind of costume. Like there's nothing different but or special about
0: it. To that point, that was the same thing that they did with ultimate Spider-Man the first time. It was still the yes. same
1: costume. Yes. I, yes, absolutely. Um, but I still want something different this time. I really want some, I really want to, especially with him being an older Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, he might I don't experiment. Know, I just want something. To, I'm hoping. I think,
0: I think there is a reason why we got all of those variant covers with the various costumes.
1: That's the. I thing, know that it's probably you know? fan
0: service, but I feel like like
1: there has to be Johnny a reason, Hicks would have right? a reason for that. That's that's and so I'm hoping like you know this is kind of a bluff that like these are the covers and stuff and that this isn't actually what he's gonna look like, you know? Because like I mean it, it's just I don't know it's just another regular Spider Man costume. That's kind of a bummer. That is
0: something that I really loved about uh, about Life Story. Just the various different yes! Spider-Man costumes. Not all yes! of them hit, but they were all different, which I really yes. appreciated.
1: And yeah. I like that a lot. Same. You know, I just wanted something different. So I, I get it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I get it. I'm, I'm hoping. I'd like to see Marco Ciceto design a new Spider-Man suit. That like an actually fuck. new Spider-Man suit. Don't like that'd be cool. And make it red and black. And make it red and black. First um, off, I mean, he's older. He should be wearing red and black. He I'm should sorry. be wearing red and black. If Spider-Man's an adult, he should be wearing fucking red and black. I'm sorry. Like,
0: um, Our next email comes from Mullet Overlord with Mullet... the subject title, Hard Quivering Heroes.
1: Oh, love it. Love to hear
0: it. Fucking love that. Love to hear it. Uh, Mullet Overlord writes, Dear Emerald Enforcers, I don't know why you were surprised Roy was able to find a bow and arrow instead of a mall since Dick's Sporting Goods and Bass Pro Shop are common tentpole stores for malls. That's a fair fucking point. There is a Dick's Sporting Goods in the mall near me. There
1: isn't sporting goods stores in the
0: malls that I go to. That's true. Tucson doesn't have a lot of Tucson doesn't have those sporting goods in stores inside malls in
1: the malls. So but I'm not used again, to again
0: northeast. You know, it's got, that's it's good. Be Massachusetts. Hey, that's valid. Uh, Especially, he says, uh, in the Northeast, especially in the Mass area where Ollie is from. Speaking of the Bean State, I wanted to share with you guys another reason I think it's important that Ollie is from here, and that is Joth. President John Adams. He absolutely <laughs> owes a lot of his characteristics to the loudest, Jesus. stubbornest, angriest, and most principled of the founding fathers.
1: Oh my God. I mean... Not
0: only was Adams the only founding father to never own slaves and worded the MA Constitution in such a way that made slavery completely illegal and would lead to the le- legalization of same sex marriage in 2004, he was also so goddamn loud and opinionated that the United States Cong- 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 Congress. Cong- Congress banned any vice president from ever participating in debate on the congressional floor. John Adams also firmly believed that a wealthy oligarchy was one of the greatest dangers to America's future and he is a major character in 1776. The better musical about that time period. That's nice. fired. Nice dude. Uh, heart stubbornly in the right place will, while being annoyingly abrasive to all around him sounds a lot like Ollie. That's true. That is a good point.
1: Whoa. That's wild, but but here's the thing. You know he may respect John Adams, may resemble John Adams, but he only drinks Samuel Adams, baby. Boston Lager, Lager. Boston Lager.
0: Go Celtics with that mouth. Fuck the Lakers. (laughs) Fuck L. (laughs) A.
1: Go kick rocks. Go kick rocks, Magic
0: Johnson. Get the fuck.
1: Boston Lager.
0: Um. boston oliver will live forever
1: boston oliver. <laughs> uh
0: since you asked about my rankings of the doctors and because of the incredulity in your voices when you did so i figured i'd give you my full list with explanations here we go uh number one McGann. a wonderful Whoa! wild but totally valid choice um A wonderfully charismatic and adventurous doctor with definitely the coolest TARDIS interior I've seen yet. I also love that so far in my experience, his companions aren't from contemporary London, which adds a lot of fun. And hey, good hair. Good hair. You're absolutely right. That TARDIS interior fucks. It is so good. Two, Tenant. The Doctor whose adventures I've most rewatched and holds a lot of nostalgia. You can tell no one loves the franchise like he does. It's real hard to compete with the, with the richest duck alive. That is very true. And someone brought this up on Twitter and I kind of wish that I had thought of this before. Which tenant? I love that Doctor Who is I mean, such shit. a franchise that someone can say tenant is their favorite doctor and you, ha- and you get to say which one.
1: Shit, that's fucking fair. Incredible. Uh, Number three,
0: this I think is interesting, Pertwee. Whoa. Third doctor in the third in the third spot. Possible recency bias, but I re- but I greatly enjoy his uptight dandy of a doctor and his relationship with the unit gang are spectacular. After Batman 66, his campy adventures go down real smooth. Truly the gay uncle we all wish we had. I also recently <laughs> learned that in real life, Pertwee was basically James Bond during World War II, which is a true yeah. fucking story. Yes. Working in the Navy Intelligence Division with all sorts of weird gadgets and reporting directly to Winston Churchill.
1: Mm-hmm really cool really
2: Pertwee cool has a guy.
0: fascinating fucking life
2: yeah
0: do your research gang it's fun uh number four whitaker jody whitaker wow great, this great vibes list. this list is surprising uh great vibes big fan of the flat team structure episodes weren't the best written but i love her performance also hugely identify with her dis- with her desperate need to spend time with mates so as to avoid thinking about the past you know what when you when you put it that way yeah. i get it yeah. I get it. Uh Number five, Matt Smith. Positives. Great chemistry with River Song. Comes with Rory the Roman. Fezzes are cool. Negatives. Gave us James Gordon.
1: <laughs> that is the, literally the only negative about Matt Smith's run for <laughs> it's me. It's so
0: true. Is
1: that shit.
0: Uh, number six, Peter Capaldi. Haven't seen his stuff since it came out, so... But I believe his last season might have some of the best Doctor Who stories. Unfortunately, I met him first as Cardinal Richelieu, and that <laughs> activates genetic fight or flight responses every time I see him,
2: like Charlton
0: <laughs> Heston and Tim Curry. I love him as an actor, but can never trust him in the role of protagonist. That honestly makes it more fun for me with him yeah. as the Doctor. Um, he's, he's, he has that kind of could be a villain edge to him. I think Capaldi yes. would have made an expert master. I think yes. he would have, he, he had the makings Can of maybe
1: the best master of all time. If he came back and was the master.
0: Whoa, chills. Chills.
1: How ah. good that would be if he came back and he was Shooty's master. That fuck. would be so fucking sick. Fuck.
0: That would be um, so
1: fucking fuck. sick.
0: Uh, you know what? You know who I want to play, Shooty Gatwa's master asa Mm. butterfield and we just get a sex education reunion i
1: mean that would be fun it would be hilarious
0: having just a really like childlike master who's just like petulant
1: no have it be uh have it be emma Mackey.
0: oh fuck
1: hot girl master let's go
0: no i already (laughs) had a (laughs) problem i already had a problem with missy i don't think i could handle emma Mackey as the master
1: first off i understand and secondly i understand uh
0: number seven eccleston i love seeing eccleston in people's top 10 makes me so happy Uh, i just feel like i barely got to know his doctor and all of his relationships quickly became consumed by tenant's doctor i disagree i still think the best uh mickey relationship was with the ninth doctor uh yes and And i don't
1: like mickey i hate mickey but i know
0: i know but i think he had the best him and honestly i think that jack had the best chemistry with eccleston yeah personally yeah um at number eight Joe Martin. I really do like her too. Hell uh, yeah. You're right. It's a fascinating wow. addition to the mythos who's pretty cool for the very small amount of screen time she has. Totally agree. I rewatched uh, Power of the Doctor right before watching the most recent special <sighs> and just seeing her really fucking missed. walk in
2: really with that
0: room cool. of time of yeah. uh, fucking Cybermasters. Cybermasters. So fucking uh, good.
1: Cybermasters. So cool. That's I such still a cool don't thing.
0: love it. I still don't love it.
1: I love that I did not have that spoiled for me. I'm glad to. Cool reveal. I was like, "Well, this (laughs) is goofy, and I love it."
2: (laughs)
0: Uh, Number nine, he has Trouton which is fun. Oh, okay. I've only encountered him in the three doctors serial, but he seems like a strange little gremlin man. Definitely want to check out more of his stuff. I will let That's you know, Mullen call. Overlord. He is a strange little gremlin He's man. He's a strange and he little is...
2: gremlin
0: man. <laughs> he plays a recorder, and he has yeah. a little gremlin hat that he wears sometimes while playing the recorder, and a yeah, little cape. He, He's he incredible. the
1: description there. He's really
0: He's a weird. little gremlin man, and I love him so much. Uh, number 10, the Hartnell Bradley, rancid vibes, rude old man. Do not trust this man. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, baby.
0: Um, and at 11, Hurt. I love Hurt, but the whole concept of the War Doctor can absolutely go fuck itself. Should have just used the 8th Doctor for that special. I am retroactively furious about the 50th anniversary now. Like, he doesn't even play the role as battle-hardened or aggressive. He's just a tired but kind grandpa. But that's the Doctor! No, that's
1: the Doctor. He's tired of he this He is a shit. tired
0: but kind grandpa. That's yeah. his deal. He
1: he He's the one who feels the most too old for this shit.
0: Yes. And, and I kind look, of love that. I absolutely agree that they sh- should have just had the Eighth Doctor. I uh, actually yes. think they should have just had Nine. Like, Nine should have yeah, been the War Doctor. I think should
1: have just been Eccleson.
0: And yeah. as the story goes, he was going to be the War Doctor. But because yes. he turned it down, they gave it That's to John Hurt. That's the thing. So...
1: I like John Hurt's performance in that. I, I do, too. Is... I
0: love his performance. I love his, his outfit.
1: I love his outfit. I love his tonal shift of like, he's in a really bad place at the beginning of that because he's about to make the worst thing happen. Mm -hmm. But by the end of it, he learns to be the doctor again. And I I love when he's leaving. He's like, I thank you for letting me be the doctor again. You know, like I, I, I truly love that performance. I think it's really sweet.
0: I mean um, the, the moment because I rewatched that too, of course. Of course yeah, I, like, I rewatched it, it like right, right before. Yeah. Um the moment where uh uh where Tennant and Smith uh, are like, we're gonna do this with you. And his just yeah. delivery of just fucking like I hell. fucking cry every time. Oh
1: my god.
0: It's so I good. love
1: that special. I think that special is very under it's good.
0: one of the most rewatchable Doctor Who stories ever.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of the best uh with maybe the best open. I I fucking love it is the open for that great. episode.
0: It is fucking great.
1: Uh I also just it made me realize how much I miss Clara. Yeah. I really I really
2: miss Clara. I love Clara. Clara. I, and I miss
1: Clara. Clara and Smith together. I think that they were so good together. Uh I
0: agree. I agree.
1: Just ah oh, man, when she rides in and it snaps and closes the doors and it's hardest like he's just reading the book like fuck. Man! So good. I really miss them together.
0: Um Mold well, Overlord continues for my actual question for this week. I was wondering which DC characters
1: can you stop. No, I can't. Cause Barbara's I can't team. sleep. <laughs> 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 <is pretty> Fuck.
0: <laughs> um for, for my actual question for this week, I was wondering which DC characters would you like most to see as Doctor companions? And to which Doctor? Who would be the best companion and who would be the most fun for story purposes? Happy Thanksgiving if you guys celebrate. Sincerely, Mullet Overlord. P.S. My experience with Doctor Who was probably slightly warped by watching Torchwood first and then only finding out about Doctor Who Wild. when I got too curious about who this Doctor Jack kept talking about was. Why? I was in middle school That's at the fun. time. That's really cool. You are a middle
1: pretty awesome serious George, right? origin- Good for you, oh, Doc. For a Serious <laughs> origin
0: story. Good
1: for you. That's so fun. That's really cool.
0: <laughs> so because we are running long, uh, one companion, one doctor.
1: Do uh, so I think that Dick would be a wonderful companion. Oh. For the oh. I think that Dick Grayson would be such a great companion for the doctor. I would
0: love to see that
1: shit. As for which doctor, a part of me wants to say... Uh Jody Whitaker. But I think he would work really well with Capaldi. <laughs> I, th- I think I think mean, Capaldi so, would be so really Dick
0: Grayson at what stage of his life? Because little like flippy do, let's go get McDonald's Robin Dick Grayson would drive Capaldi absolutely fucking insane and Yeah, I that sounds kind of great. <laughs> I would love to see that. That sounds
1: kinda great. But like young Nightwing Capaldi with uh with jody whitaker it would be really
0: fun <laughs> see it's so funny though it'd be too. really fun it's funny though too because like i would absolutely <sighs> love and it's funny that we both went this direction i would love to see starfire with eccleston
2: oh
1: that's good
0: like i think that's that would be really fascinating
1: good. oh wow
0: i love the idea of that
1: yeah that works really well um i'm gonna think about this this week i'm gonna have an answer for all the modern ones
0: Ooh, you know what let's both do that week. and we'll we'll reconvene I mean, next week i
1: think that's such a great question
0: i think it's such a cool fucking idea and we didn't, even, cool we didn't even we didn't even name any marvel characters so that's the thing yeah we're, we're, we're like, gonna come up with them and we're gonna have a list for the next week that's yeah our I'm,
1: I'm gonna think about this i know what i'm doing tonight <laughs> at work <laughs>
0: Uh next up we have uh Quiver the fuck up by Adam Stringfellow.
1: I love that. That's Who sick. writes
0: What up what up Emerald Enforcers? Hope y'all are doing well and having a good week so far. Two things. One, unfortunately because it'll be expensive on both sides and that I know for a fact I won't find a sitter this time around, Michael and I won't be able to spend Christmas together this year.
2: Oh. No. Bad. I'm sorry. But I do man.
0: plan on visiting him again in February for my 30th birthday. Very much looking forward to that and hopefully having a weekend getaway with him to Paris for my birthday. That sounds fucking awesome.
2: Hell
1: yeah.
0: Secondly, mental health check. How are the two of y'all been lately? For me, I'm doing okay. To be honest, not really looking forward to Christmas on account that I have to stay local for work, the sitter situation, and because Christmas has always been kind of complicated and lonely for me, but I'll pull through. Uh, Malcolm,
1: mental health check. Oh, uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um... I've been recently very I, 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 there's a thing that I realize I haven't been able to let go that I wish I could and I keep getting more and more frustrated with it and that's kind of weighing on me but I'm I'm okay that's otherwise that's I'm fair. okay I yeah I uh,
0: it's been a tough time gang be honest with you but you just got to take it one day at a time That's all we can't do one step um Adam writes, for my question this week, I want to ask the two of y'all this. If the two of you are superheroes in either DC or Marvel, would you want to be a street-level hero or focus more on big-time threats, like your Avengers or Justice League-level threats? Also, would the two of you adhere to a no-kill rule under any circumstance, or would you only kill in the most extreme and dire scenario? Because we are running late on time. Um, I'm just going to summarize the rest. Um, it looks like Adam would go street-level, and kill in only the most extreme circumstances so malcolm street level or big time
1: street level and no kill uh, i don't believe in death penalty um i think the ultimate thing should be reform mm. so uh street level and major focus on reform
0: that's fan that that's really fun because i would go avengers level extreme circumstances
2: really okay and,
0: and i think we've talked about this before on the podcast. yeah i think so yeah the whole kill versus no kill thing takes on a different meaning depending on the scale depending on the scale yes so that's the I, street level
1: i think it's gonna be a lot easier to not yeah if know, i was street kill. level
0: no kill for
1: sure but like if there's you know a i don't know a thanos level threat you know it's it's a little harder to say no kill on that one you know what i mean yeah. like for sure so i i do get that but yeah i'd, I'd be a street level
0: hell yeah <laughs> um rafael aguilera comes in for our last email this week with birds of a quiver
1: flock to give her.
0: <laughs> flock to <give> her. <laughs> uh, uh, rafa writes hey there elfam rafa aguilera here here's a screen recording of my spotify rap showing the Geeks explained podcast as my most listened to podcast hey, hey we've had a couple of those over the last couple of days as of this recording and we love to see it. If we are in your Spotify wrapped tag us at Geek Explained pod Instagram yeah, and Twitter. Like we want to know cause we, th- that means a whole hell of a lot to us. It really, really does.
1: Yeah. That's cool as shit, man. That's cool as shit.
0: Um, Rafa writes for some reason though, it had all I wanted by Paramore blaring in the background. I found it really funny. So I thought I'd share the video <laughs> sends. Otherwise you'll have to take my word for it. It did. <laughs> I watched the video. It is blaring, but thank you. We love the love. Uh, Rafa writes, Anyway, I don't have much to share this week, but I didn't want to miss a mailbag, so I decided to finally share what I have been watching and reading for the past two months. After watching its new live-action Netflix adaptation, I decided it was about time to dive into One Piece, and my God, is it peak storytelling. I watched 516 episodes in a month, and I don't particularly regret it. After that, however, I decided to go through the story again with the manga, and I fear this has become my all-time favorite story. Whoa! One Piece is a labor of love, but it is 100% worth it.
2: For sure, it is a great, great
0: story. My questions for you guys this week is, which are your favorite manga anime series that you recommend, as One Piece was kind of my introduction to anime, and what are your thoughts on live-action manga anime adaptations? Keep up the great work, Rafa Aguilera. So it's funny that you mentioned this, Ralph, because back in 2020, I actually did a month of anime episodes Uh We called it anime. Anime. This was before the uh, the invention of X-May. So I would honestly go check out those episodes. We did a whole introduction to anime, talking about our favorites. Mm -hmm. I had guests every single week, and then we did a roundtable talking about our top five. And it's funny that you write this this week because... The Wednesday show is all about my favorite anime of all time, Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, go listen to it and be nice to me because it was very personal and I'm just a little guy. But yeah, yeah go go check that out. It's one that I always recommend. Um, other ones that are really good, uh, My Hero Academia, obviously. Um, I'm going to put out one that I talked about back in the, the anime days um, that More people need to be aware of Hajime No Ipo. It is a boxing manga/slash anime that is very fucking good. Cool. Um, Malcolm, what
1: about you? Um, I'm not super well versed in anime. Uh what? uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, favorites of mine. Uh listen, full disclosure, I realize how this is gonna sound (laughs) just going in, okay? I just I recognize that. Uh Yu-Gi-Oh is a big favorite. uh I think that anime is that's stellar. fair. I think Yu-Gi-Oh is fucking stellar. <laughs> I think it's so good. <laughs> um I was also a big Astro Boy guy growing
2: mm, up. Uh, nice. I love Astro
1: Boy. Uh uh uh, uh, uh i'm going through and loving for the first time cowboy bebop yes uh, you're finally watching it yes I well i've been watching it very slowly over the last like three or four years i watched like an episode so like every really, like four or five months it's uh so okay. that it lasts for it as long as possible. That said, we're playing the movie next month. So like I need to or uh January. Uh so I need to like watch. You need it to the buckle so the fuck can, up and get in there yeah. <laughs> so I can watch the movie. Um
0: <laughs> or is that a remote you need to quiver the fuck up?
1: I guess I need to quiver to fuck up. Uh yeah, those are some favorites I love my hero though. I think my hero. It's if incredible. it lands the plane, it has a really good chance of being like a big favorite for me.
0: God, I um, hope it lands the plane. I
2: really
1: hope it lands IX the plane. Family, which is really fucking great.
0: I've heard good things about
1: that too. It's really great. Yeah, like just just you want something that will kind of pick you up. It's it's delightful. It's very like 1940s Hollywood. Hmm. I do. I do love me some that in that it's very like here's the situation all these characters don't really know what's going on with the other people like it it feels very like situational comedy like a 1940s kind of movie
0: it's it's great i love that i love it but yeah so once again thank you to everybody who wrote in we really do appreciate it keep writing in geeksplained at gmail.com put something with quiver in the subject header and we will read it here on the friday show and that is going to do it for this week's episode big session talked about a lot of things um mm-hmm. but you might be surprised to know that the green arrow rebirth series does not end here
1: no 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 <laughs> That's incredible. That's... Uh we've
0: still got three more weeks of Green Arrow content for you.
2: Yeah!
0: So buckle the fu- or quiver the fuck quiver up. Quiver
2: the fuck up.
0: <laughs> and uh get yourself ready because next week we are diving into volume seven of Green Arrow Rebirth entitled Citizens Arrest. Uh, where we've got a brand new creative team. That being the Benson's, Bensons Julie and right? Shauna, with art by Javier Fernandez. And I fucking yeah. love Javier Fernandez's art.
2: Hell
1: yeah.
0: uh, synopsis goes like this: Seattle's in for a serious shakeup when Green Arrow crosses quivers with a new vigilante, "quote unquote" hero dubbed the Citizen, who's hell bent on exposing the corrupt and criminal one percenters operating in Emer- in the Emerald City. Green Arrow initially applauds these efforts until the citizen turns judge, jury, and executioner. Can you guess what what bloviating billionaire is next on his hit list? Luckily, he's got Black Canary and Kate Spencer watching his back. Unfortunately, they can't save him from everything. Yeah, so I am very excited about this. This looks really, really cool. It's going to be weird not getting any uh, Benjamin Percy or Juan Ferreira on this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, Avi Fernandez, Avi Fernandez. Can I also just, as a quick mention, I love that Juan Ferrera is the main artist for this series. Yes. Coming into this, I was very worried that a certain artist was going to be someone that we had to talk about every single fucking week. Nope. And I am so fucking glad to have been surprised that Juan Ferrera was the main artist. Yep. It makes me so happy.
1: Thrills me to pieces.
0: I fucking love that. Thrills me to pieces.
2: Thrills me
0: to pieces. I'm adding that to the lexicon. But anyway, so next week, again, new creative team's going to be really fun as we're slowly wrapping up the rebirth era for Green Arrow. Uh, This is going to collect Green Arrow issues 43 through 47 and annual number 2. Now, you might notice that we read up to issue 38 this week. There is a reason they are collecting this together. So just stay the course, volume 7. 43 through 47 in annual two. We will see you right back here next week. Um, Be there or be square. Not a circle. Never a circle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Circles are my ninth circle.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, But for now, for the book club, I've been Eric Zana.
1: I was Malcolm Russell Nelson.
0: And for Jacob Brown, thank you so much for listening. Everybody stay safe and we will see you next time.
1: And don't forget to go drop those five star reviews on Please your do. podcast server of Please choice.
0: Do it, do it. It because really, really does. What are the stakes?
1: Help. There's if you get what was it? If you get like five more, you'll you'll do. I don't remember what it was. Read it in some funny voice. I just don't remember what it was now.
0: I don't remember either. Uh, so yeah. I was I I, I remember I've been four doing more. them
1: as Lord Deathman. <laughs> You've been doing them as Lord Deathman. and I do remember Death that.
0: Um, but we'll, we'll, there, was, we'll, there was some we'll voice, I out. don't
1: remember what it was. But remember, I need this. We,
0: Malcolm needs this specifically. We need four more reviews. And those five-star
1: reviews do get read on the air. You can say whatever. You can say you, whatever.
0: You can literally write whatever you want, and I'll. we will be forced to read every single word that you write.
1: Eric's going to Ron Burgundy be it.
0: I He's truly got to read
1: what's on the prompter.
0: I did that in a session this week for a voiceover gig, and it was the worst thing.
2: <laughs> it was incredible.
1: That's funny.
0: Um, we had a good chuckle. But yeah, so super important. Give me the gift. You don't have to buy me anything for Christmas. Just give me a review. Just, get, just give us a review. We just want to end with 25 reviews for the year. Um, and we're at 21. Let's get to 21. 25. We can do it. 21. We can do this. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess that's gonna be it. Um, Wabadoo?
2: Wabadoo! Do, 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 do.